Hey y'all, it's B, your cookie bay. Shout out to Smiles and Music Impulse. Hit me up for all your infused treats and edible eats at Cookie Bay Cookies on Instagram. Why get you a G when you can just shout with B? All right, y'all, it's your boy Smiles, and we back for another episode of the Music Impulse. On this special episode, I got my man Shad riding shotgun. Yeah, uh, this time I actually be talking because I didn't know I was supposed to talk the last time he had me ride shotgun on the episode. <laughs> so yeah, this is gonna be a friendly conversation. We already got the brown in us. We, yeah, oh we, yeah, we, yes. we about to go in. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, because we had, we had uh, Mike and T Shady on, on the episode. I'm like, yeah, you know, I know you a big shoe dude. And I was like, this they, they super in, in the shoes. And I was like, so Shad, you got, and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. shoes are cool. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know shit about shoes, bro. Yeah, so. yeah, that's code, why I had man. them on. I was like, I was like, yeah, y'all getting y'all sneaker talk, and yeah, sneaker I was bag like, and all that. Then I was like, nigga, this your show. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you really want me to take over? I said, well, shit, let's switch season. Yeah, don't talk I'm to me like, about shoes. You know what? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Music. In- I'm like, this is no longer a music impulse episode. This is a <laughs> number 135 of the Uncle Urban podcast. <laughs> that was just a brief interlude of music impulse. But then when he, then all of a sudden I was like. Oh shit! You want me to talk? Like we were in the car and we just looking at each other. I was like, you want me to actually say more than man, just? Man, look, yeah, like, <laughs> B's like that, man. Because she said she like because I remember I remember vividly. She was like, yeah, I went to the Nike store in Paris. I was like, oh, how is it? The Nike store in Paris? Yeah, and I was yeah, like, but my pay grade. Like, look, and that's all I said was, oh, how is it? <laughs> and then I looked at him like, "Well, nigga, what else was I supposed to say? Yeah. I ain't never been there. I've been to Nike Dallas. <laughs> Definitely do want to know what that is. What's in I've the been Nike to the one. I was like, I've been to the one in Santa Monica. Like, I know what that looked like. I've been to the one in San Francisco. I know what that looked like, but I do not know what no damn Paris looked yeah, like, bro. Yeah, don't talk to me about shit. <laughs> wow. I thought he was gonna get into like, yeah, I like these sneakers. I like these ones. These ones. Like, I had man. I think I had some off whites on that day, and I still was like. I don't know what content this nigga want. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite sneak of all times? Uh, mine, personally, and it makes everybody mad. I don't care if you mad at him or not. The Yeezy 350. <sighs> <laughs> this nigga just exasperated. First of all, it's your boy Jay it's Will. The most, like, yeah. It's the most comfortable shoe. Like I I've said, Kanye, Kanye makes shoes for fat people, and I'm a fat motherfucker. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> so I like his comfortable fat man shoes. Hey so. man, oh, yeah. I, yeah, let's introduce the the, the guest. Yeah, we about to introduce the guest. Because we like was I already said. going right in. I was like, do motherfuckers know who we are? I was like, oh y'all y'all here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, welcome. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. When did you get here? Actually? He said we got these two guys. We got yeah. these two brothers, these two spectators, and I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I actually here to be guest. <laughs> Said at the very end of the episode. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention oh, that. Yeah, they will. <laughs> them niggas, you know. Whatever. Don't take a person was talking, but I was like, when the niggas get in. <laughs> but yeah, you know, on this episode, I wanted to talk to my guys from Don't Take a Personal Podcast. I got my man Jay Will in indeed, the building. Indeed, indeed. Thank you for having us. I got my man Hollywood Cas up Aye. in the building. And, and just for people who who listen to our show, then you know these guys fucked up because they put alcohol in us. So. They did yeah. some good brown. Oh, oh yeah, 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 nigga, yeah. Uh, Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Nearest, Nearest. Yeah, and it's Uncle. black owned. Premium. Yeah, we got the premium. Where'd you one? get that? So I know where I can get some next time. The liquor uh, stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, just the liquor stuff. The liquor stuff. <laughs> Just look for the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> they sell liquor. It's in there. Yep. That's nah, good. but he asked me straight up because 
He was like, all right, which one should I get? The regular or the premium? I said, nigga, I'm the guest. You already know. Get the premium. <laughs> get, get the, the premium. premium. <laughs> get the premium. <laughs> this shit is fire, though. No, this is great. This yeah, is that's great. why I had the chilled glass, man. Now, yeah, I'm, yeah I should have brought mine. ready for war. I ain't got, like, I got, like, a little personal little mini glass. Should have brought that out just in case. Yeah, yeah. If this was a smoking thing, I would have had, like, a black Cohiba right next to me and been like, so... <laughs> oh, you gonna sound all proper and shit. Yeah, this ain't gonna be that. Boy, like, I would have been tapping it like so, so Negroes. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna let y'all know. I'll let Smiles know because I, I just told him, like, I'm gonna go ahead and help you pay for the next hour because this ain't gonna be no hour long show. We gonna, yeah, Every time. And never is an hour with us. Never. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I think y'all only had like one episode recently where it was only like an hour and a half. Yeah, yep. and it was because and, but he also had to go to work. Yeah. Had yep. he, yeah, so we had to cut it short. I said a cliffhanger episode. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> right, an hour like, and a half. What the to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah, because like we was talking about ahead of time, you know, with people like Joe Rogan and Joe Buttons, like I'm, I'm used to like, oh, three hours. Okay, I'm, I'm in here. <laughs> yeah, yep. I mean, for us, it's, it's interesting because we started doing just an hour. Mm-hmm. Um and then just gradually over time we were having the freedom to keep going longer and then eventually we just got to a place where we got I think we got like two or three episodes that are like four hours long yeah because I kind of felt like the subject should lead you you know what I mean like yeah. if the subject is fire enough we gonna talk on that motherfucker for four hours <laughs> wait a yeah. minute yeah because that's what don't uh, don't say. <laughs> It what felt like got? church He said let him use you That's all I did <laughs> let, him, let him use you Hey man If the subject is good man I, I like the idea of no barriers No rules You know what I mean Like so if we going If the shit is trash We gonna cut it short Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> If it's if it's something we just Into Hey man Y'all might be with us All goddamn day If it, if we cut it short Then either Cass had to go to work Or we was just We weren't feeling it that day <laughs> Wasn't enough shit to Yeah cause there We ain't had an episode like that In like Years. It's been a minute because but we have had episodes like that where it's like, man, it just was not a entertaining week or nothing was moving us yeah. where we done had shorter. Honestly, we got a whole lot better, I think, when we stopped having guests every every week. Like, yep, I think definitely. I think spreading it out and having a guest every now and then has really helped us. Yeah, because now it's not it's not. We don't have to have a guest. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we need a guest this week because we talking about we this. know different people that are different specialists. Like now we know he a shoe guy. So if shoes are the conversation, we're going to have a shoe guy as, you know, I guess. That's going to be the episode I'm not on. <laughs> I'm not a shoe guy. Like, I, I'm, I I'm, I'm simple as hell when it comes to shoes, man. You secretly, I mean, shoes got such a huge impact on the culture. You could not know shit about shoes and know about shoes. All I know is I felt washed yesterday because I had to go and start getting sensible shoes. Like, I had to start Dang. getting shoes with cushion in them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the best part about like working for yourself and having a podcast. I was like, I look forward. I'm like Mr. Rogers with the shoes. I'm up there like, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we, gonna record, we recorded his apartment. This nigga got like dog slippers, slippers on. Every time. Every I'm time. Up there, like, I'm finna he comfortable than the mother. Yeah. I'm finna part on these niggas. Look at these. Shit, shit. Like, like, I was, if he was I, at my crib I'd be like Hey I got slides on This <laughs> nigga like He shit bro, Comfortability yeah, At all life, bro. bro He does not care So When yeah. you're not working To me like comfortability That's something that Black people really We gotta learn Comfortability man You gotta like You gotta really really That self care shit Niggas gotta learn That ain't just for, for women real. man It's for us too Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. Relax man Get you a robe Get you some slippers Smoke something 
Yep. Something good too. No, not not no Reggie, man. This nigga, I knew he was gonna do that. Not no West, not no West Dallas. Not no, nah, no, no West Dallas Reggie, man. Not no West speaking, Dallas. Speaking of not good, no Dennis. You know. Don't get it off Dennis. You don't want Dennis. <laughs> okay, speak, speaking of smoke, smoking that good, we got some some good cupcakes in the yeah, building. Yeah, shout Ooh, out to yes, shout out to uh, Brittany, man. Yeah, Cookie Bay, Cookie Bay in the no, building. No, I, I like. I'm glad you got me these. I literally been like, yo, I need to plan a trip. To go to her and pick some stuff up, or like play place an order in advance, cause she be making her shit look so good online. Yeah. So now nah, shout out to Brittany, man. Yeah, she she got. It I saw all, y'all man. had her on the show recently too. Uh, yep. Um, when did we have Brittany on? Oh, I had her for my uh, my birthday episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause uh, me and her Virgos. Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we start talking. We start talking about signs and shit. That's where you go. No, no, I'm gonna tell you why. Look like Virgos. the bottom, man. It's some legendary Virgos out there, man. Hey, yeah. My nigga Nas, Michael yep. Jackson. Yep. Legends, Man, Kobe. They ain't, they ain't a lot Facts. of they ain't a lot of famous Aries, so I got to take the torch. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You got to Google them niggas. Like yeah, we don't you know, know yeah. who they are, but they, they, they are famous Aries. Uh, Martin Lawrence. His birthday's oh, the day. Shit, that's okay. a fire. Birthday's the day before mine. Uh, Q-Tip from Trial Call Quest. Okay. His birthday is three days after mine, and I believe I got to look it up, but I think Pharrell is as well. Hey, <laughs> I only know like the Tauruses that were born on my birthday. And that puts me in the list of uh, Pusha T, Dennis Rodman, and Stevie Wonder. Oh, so you go oh, okay. wild. That's a, that's a good three. So, so, so behind the scenes, you a wild nigga. That's yeah, a, that's a, that's a, that's a, Dennis Rodman is look, on your look. list. Yeah, you a wild nigga. <laughs> Both from Dallas. Both from the same part. I be Yo. forgetting he's from Dallas sometimes. Yeah, he's from Sox, South Oak Cliff. And he, and he may have done uh, the same, may or may not have done the same things as Pusha T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at fa- famous Aries. Um uh Lady Gaga, Robert Downey Jr., okay. Jackie right. Chan, Iron Man, okay. uh Leonardo Jackie da Vinci, Chan. uh Hugh Hefner, Elton John, Akon, Vincent Van Gogh, okay. uh Maya Angelou. Damn. All right, so I'm I'm in good company. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Walt Frazier, Chris Bosch, Byron Scott, Candace Parker. All right, I'm cool with yeah. I'm, I feel a little better about my son right shit now. on you real quick. Oh, I know. Got this nigga right I know. Here. We, we both look at two. This is Washington. Ah! LeBron James, man. Come on. The, the Caps, them just them the only two I need. Denzel Washington automatically makes the Caps the greatest of all time. Man, look. We, we can move on. <laughs> all right, I, I look, look, I add three more. You got The Rock. Uh, you got uh, Pierce Brosnan. You got James Bond. James Bond James is a toy. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go. Sheesh. And then uh, let me let me just. Nigga, we had Iron Man. So and then we and then we got uh, Gal Gadot. Uh, so Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder we Woman. Got, <laughs> we got Wonder Woman. James Bond. One of the big three from the Justice League. <laughs> <Yeah. Lee. laughs> one of the big three. <laughs> she the Chris Bosh of the Justice League. Yo, but she did have the best movie so far. No, by far. By far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I agree. Look, have I not told you that them DC movies be trash? You be like, no, you gotta give them a chance. I said, I'm sitting there. They actually Listen, terrible. Man. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever like, seen. Like, trust me, I'm sitting there. I'm looking at it. <laughs> he can't drive my contract yet, so I can still shit on movies. Yeah, <laughs> until, go ahead. until then, I'm gonna keep going. But once that, once I sign that contract, it's like y'all gonna start seeing PCJ. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say about DC? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, DC is a great. Uh, I love uh, Batman like versus Superman. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I'm like, you did. I think Aquaman was the greatest superhero <laughs> film of all time. I'm gonna be a guest. I'm like, man, that shit was. <laughs> Hello? Y'all go get- Hello? <laughs> <laughs> 
You better believe it. Hello? I, yeah. I, I definitely did that during our, our last episode when we, when we started talking about making a style and they were like, oh, yeah, we yeah. don't, we don't like body out I was like, um, we can't, yeah. I, I and I jumped Lil, right in. I, I said, interviewed Lil Jew and Lil Jew made them beat. I'm being real, man. I said, shout out to Lil She is definitely one of the people that you got to be real careful talking about these days. They, yeah. will, they will get your ass Yeah, yeah. Even though uh, Don't Rock Me to Sleep Is the worst song of the year Shouts out <laughs> Say Again I'm gonna say what I said On that episode Shout out to Lil Jume The beat Listen to Music Impulse yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby Sessions as well Who is now a Grammy nominated songwriter oh, yeah, For co-writing yeah, so. Savage Yeah shout Young out to Grammys. him Dallas yeah. Dallas in the building But uh I was actually one of his first interviews Oh wow that's dope oh, Yeah man. when I did my crazy. When I did Live from the Underground When I first started it I had all of the whole brain game crew. So him, JT, who ended up working with Dr. Dre for a bit, and Blue, and all of them, all in one place. And they, everybody crazy. looks totally different, too. It's yeah. weird. Which, actually, what, why I wanted to talk to y'all. Uh, can you speak about how did y'all, the live from the underground, how did y'all two meet, and then moving on to Delta, how did that happen? Well, <laughs> live from the underground started, um, I moved here... Almost a decade ago Damn shit um, I moved here You're 20- a Dallasite nigga Yeah I'm officially a Dallasite But I would come here every summer Cause um, my dad is a pastor here Yeah So I would come here every summer And so I grew up I would grew up loving Dallas Cause I was coming I would come here every summer Spend the whole summer here Um, Eventually So eventually I moved here To go to school And um, I was kicking it uh, I was in the film program Ooh I was in the film program At the time and um, I was just, but I had some friends in the radio program, so I was kicking it in the station, and we was all they had a meeting, so I was in there, I was making everybody laugh, I was cracking everybody up, and then the station manager walked in, was like, "Are you in my program?" <laughs> I was like, "Nah." He was like, "Do you want your own show?" He's like, "I was like, he's gonna tell you get the fuck out." Of here. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like I didn't know, but he was like, he's like, you seem like you would, you seem like you would do good here. Do you want your own show? And I'm a I'm a young nigga who likes to talk, so of course I was like, hell yeah, yeah. I said, what do I, give me a show. He's out. Like, yeah. I do that. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, so he was like, uh, just you know, just let me know kind of what you wanted to do. And uh, prior to that, when I moved here, I started getting ingratiated in like local Dallas hip hop and saw a lot of great artists. And so I was like, well, can I play? You know, whatever I want. He's like, as long as it's edited, you can play it. And so I just built my whole show around. Uh, local and independent uh, artists, mostly Dallas hip hop artists, but local artists, independent artists, um, some artists from all all over. Even uh, started, you know, when I started interviewing higher profile artists like Kendrick Lamar yeah. and Childish Gambino and all of that, um, I was able to start putting their music into my into my um, ro- rotation as well. And eventually, I left school and I got offered to work with ninety seven ninety B and K one hundred four. Um, on a promotional side, but also Eddie do my, war. <laughs> and 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 also do my show on the, on the internet network. Oh, that's dope. That's and dope. so from there, I got the connections at K one hundred four ninety seven nine beat and brought all of that attention to my show. So when I started interviewing like bigger artists like Big Crit and J Cole and Nipsey and all of that, I was using those plugs to like, hey, I also do a show too. Can you come do my show? And that's kind of how I started doing that and. Um, his childhood friend was my co-host. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And so one day he came to the show, and I told one of the wildest stories ever told in American history. And he was like, "You know what? 
<laughs> I like this nigga. Uh, <laughs> I, I like I like this nigga. He's cool, and we just became friends after that. Um, if anybody who knows the do rag story, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the right. one. That's the one. <laughs> that's the defining J Will story. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> probably something I still got to deal with to this day. Uh, I, I kind of wish I didn't tell that story. <laughs> no, you did good. You yeah. did good. <laughs> uh, and so for, for okay, I'll give a quick version. Uh, I basically when I was a kid, I didn't have no common sense. I thought putting on an abundance of do rags would give me waves quicker. Uh, <laughs> and so I put on three do rags as tight as I could. Ended up cutting off, cutting off my circulation, and I passed out. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> His brain wasn't getting no. <laughs> and so that, like, that's probably the most infamous. I still got to deal with motherfuckers who heard that story. Uh, oh wow! That's story. When he told me that, I was like, oh, that's my nigga. But if you tell that story, yeah, that's that's so after, honest nigga. After five years, I stopped doing. The show um but you know i missed doing this and so i started yeah. and so me and him got really close because he had he it was actually at the protests um where the police officers got shot downtown i believe like what five years ago mm, yeah, 2016 so four years ago um and so he ended up breaking his leg oh damn and so well, we laid up yeah and so at, it was interesting because at this time we weren't super close we were cool but he was laid up in his house for like six weeks because his leg was broken. Yeah. And just out of nowhere, I just started going over his place just to keep him company. And I end up, I would get there maybe like five, six o'clock and then not leave until seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Damn. Like I, w- I would literally yeah. be there all night. We would just be talking for hours. Chopping Damn. it up, listening to music. Yeah. And it, that became like a weekly thing. Like every Friday and Saturday, I'd be at his house and I'd be there for like hours. Damn. And eventually he was just like, nigga, we need to do a show. This is like too much. And that's how Don't Take a Personal was born. And I wasn't even 100% sure of how a podcast was. I'm like, I listen to niggas' podcast, but how the fuck we gonna do a podcast? Nigga, we was learning on the job, bro. Like, how do we start helping? Yeah, what is this shit? That sounds familiar. (laughs) We was literally learning on the job, my nigga. Because it started out with me and him just working out. Yeah, we were at the gym. We were at uh, Planet Fitness. And he was, you know, we would, I don't, like Josh, he's an excited, he's an excitable person. Really, so I never just, noticed. He's just like he's talking to me. Like we always talk about. Like I'm more of like the stoic dude. So I'm yeah. sitting there like, what the hell are you talking about? And he said, no, nah, like I used to do radio back at college. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then I'm just oh, on see, the trip. I didn't know that. I know you did that too. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just on the trip. He said, man, we should do a podcast. I said, yeah, whatever. And then, and then he said, like, no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm for real. On the, on the trip, he was like, he's like, I'm for real. I said, all right. You find a place for us to record whatever it is you're talking about. I'll meet you on Saturday, and that's how we started. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas be thinking there's some science to get it was, started. Like it's I was like, not finna sit up there and be it, like, man. "Yeah, I was not finna sit up there and be like, well, let me think about." It. I was like, "No, nah, if you want to do this, all right, let's do it. Let's see what happens." It's not gonna be perfect in the beginning, man. Like our first few episodes, I can't even listen to them hoes. <laughs> they definitely was learning on the job. Yeah, we was learning on the job, a, bro. Because I, I thought it was like. Professional You know like Podcast yeah. And I'm like Oh this is some professional shit I've never done professional shit So let me get a tablet And I came in there With a tablet You remember, yeah, about I remember yeah. A tablet to the studio <laughs> Trying to be professional And Topic then I realized one. Like yeah I literally was thinking like that And eventually it was like Bro this is not how I operate I can't do this shit It was But it, but also too Like it was interesting Because when we started Our first recording We had like All the local media there Because you know I gained a lot of connections Doing radio Yeah So I knew like All the people at Central Track Coastline yep. Dallas Observer All the local media D Magazine 
And so our first episode, I thought we was doing something special. So I was like, yeah, all y'all oh, come yeah. to our first recording and shit. <laughs> and that shit was you got like people just standing behind you with cameras. Was like, they was all like in the in the in the book like in the, the room and they was like and it was some of them was like, Oh, this is cool and other ones was like, All right, yeah, thanks for inviting us, Jay. And <laughs> it was cool for the first episode. The blogs weren't too nice. Yeah, it, it literally it's like what a what we, we I wasted had, an hour with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta learn like a lot of people gotta realize that shit's not gonna be perfect in the beginning. You gotta no. really grow into your roles and I think that's why a lot of people end up Stopping yep. Like or like a lot of podcasts Don't get past their first year I've noticed And it's because A lot of them expect Something that's not That has to be earned You don't get that off top Like you're not gonna be Great in the beginning You're not gonna have Anybody listening to you In the beginning uh, You're not gonna have Anybody who cares In the beginning Like you no, gotta You gotta work through All of that shit You gotta work through The time where Ain't nobody listening To your shit Cause the engagement Wasn't the same At the beginning yeah. It wasn't no. nobody Really no. inboxing you Like hey uh, I disagree with your li-. Like I got excited When people start Disagreeing with the shit yep. Cause it means They're listening Oh and I know was, exactly The moment that turned It was when Your your Kendrick Lamar take Yeah That, that was Cause that was, was shitting on me hard And I was yeah. like Yes This <laughs> Because I was waiting for them to just get engaged. You know, like, I don't give a fuck if I'm the hero or the villain in that scenario. Just be engaged. I don't want to be mediocre. So for people who don't know, he didn't like Kendrick Lamar until damn. He yeah. didn't like To Pimp a Butterfly He didn't See, like I, I agree with that Because I don't like To Pimp a Butterfly All like that oh, I love To Pimp a Butterfly I, like, I, I listened I was like, I was like <laughs> yeah. The face of Sean's face Is my face I'm like nigga How do you not <laughs> But also when you said it recently I was like but I really, really did I was, was like, like I was like I ain't never heard Nobody else besides me Say yeah, I like really musically, <laughs> it's dope, but it is like I'm black, y'all. Yeah, I'm, I'm black, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> black, 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 black. I think that's why I liked it. That's how I grew up. <laughs> but Section Eighty was great that's too. Though. That's how I grew up. But Section so Eighty was, like, was yeah. great. Section Eighty was great. Yeah, and 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 Good Kid, Mad City was great. You know, what I'm you saying? know what's crazy? So from for me, and this is probably a a rare take, but from Section Eighty to Good Kid, Mad City was a step down for me. Yeah, I remember like, saying that. Section Eighty actually like blew my mind. Good Kid, Mad City. I love the concept. I think there's a lot of great records on. But like Section 80 had just like Yeah It literally was, blew yeah, my yeah. top And then it was like Okay this cool This is this It's good It's yeah. a very good album But then To Pimp Butterfly I was like oh, Okay This nigga's going super deep on us Yeah that's <laughs> what I thought Yeah I was like Yeah I'm, I'm cool on this <laughs> nah. I was like This is just way too deep And too Highbrow for me, like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm cool. I'm you cool. know what it is? It's those niggas at the art museum looking at a dot, and you know, like they looking at a dot, and they're like, um, "Yes, I think that represents yep. the solitude of man." That's me. But also, that's too, me. and that's why I like that shit. <laughs> but one thing you gotta understand about Cass too: Cass loves. In your face shit He loves counterculture shit He don't like you to be nice He hates the whole I have no competition I'm in my competition oh, With myself hate He hates that shit He <laughs> wants niggas To step on niggas next And <laughs> damn was the first time And damn is the first time Kendrick was like Nigga fuck y'all niggas yes. Fuck like He's like fuck being nice I'ma do this And that's I why love Kaz that loved shit. it yes. I was the one dude when, when the Drake thing happened When he dissed all them on control yeah. And Drake took it personal And like people thought That was weak I love that Yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted I wanted somebody To actually be upset Like I wanted somebody To be like man Fuck this dude Like I like that Cause it's It's hip hop You know the earliest Renditions of hip hop I'm introduced to Are like A bunch of mean spirited Niggas Music against each other And I like that Talking about where they was from Yeah So it's it's that LL Cool J wasn't The friendliest 
nigga when it came to his compare. Look at what he, he did wasn't. to cannabis. He ruined yeah, his shit. life. Not only yeah. cannabis, we can go down the list. He ruined Ice T's career. He he ruined Mimsy Hammer's he career. Mimsy Hammer hard to be <laughs> cannabis. <laughs> like can he had he dissed cannabis on the same it's song. song. He was on. Yes. Which let's be real, that's gonna be one of mine later on too. By the way, I and love I, said, I love four three two one. one. Yes. Yeah, I love it because the version without in Master P. I don't know what the fuck he was doing on there. I don't either. Yeah, even they took him off. Like ah no, let's go ahead get that shit. I don't even recognize that version. I, I forgot I was like Oh yeah because. I will never forget <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why Because Money talks Real shit At yeah. that time And he looked real mu- he Good old dripping. Percy Was just That yeah, video He everything. was dripping in money My yeah, nigga like, He was I think that's one of the things too Where they You know where you extend The olive branch to the south yeah. You're like Let's get a southern nigga on Well here. Percival You're doing yeah, quite well Yeah it's the obvious choice <laughs> Yeah that, It's just the worst choice Who, Who's killing in the south You've right now, just that was it. You've just moved back From Richmond California And now you're back In New Orleans Here you go buddy Man look Yeah that's crazy But I was gonna ask, ask y'all How'd y'all come up With the title The Don't Take It Personal What was like Okay Um I don't You know what's so crazy In my mind That wasn't a A, a Big thing because it doesn't stand out to me how we came up with it. Like I don't remember. I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember how we came up with I it. I just, I just, um, I just thought about it. Uh, and then our boy uh, Lone Star, who is also a Grammy not a pro- nominated producer at this point because he's produced for Eminem and shit. Uh, he made the the intro. Okay. Um, and it's just I just had an idea of just like I I just had the idea of like oh the intro will be like a slowed down version of Monica's Don't Take It Personal and it could be called Don't Take It Personal ah fuck it we'll do that I, I definitely got to give him props for the net I literally don't remember that pro like I don't remember my at, part in that process at all like even the uh, the halos and the devil horns yeah, and shit yeah. like he really came with it early in the game he was like he more knew what this was gonna be I what I like to do. I, I'm first of all, I'm gonna take charge, nigga. Like I'll just, Definitely. like I just literally will be like, don't worry about it. I'll do it just because I don't like shit getting in the way, and I tr- and I'll trust my word over anybody else's. Yeah. I'll trust what I my mind over anybody else's. So Cavs is like, I don't know how we do this. I was like, you know what? Let me take charge. Just mm-hmm. show up and do your job. Because I'm be real with you. I do a lot of the ancillary shit. Like I get the guests or I do. Fact, I, yeah. I make the posts or whatever. But the show wouldn't be what it was if Cass wasn't Cass. <laughs> so I don't need anything getting in the way of Cass getting being Cass. I would do everything else. As long I as Cass I bring, the, I bring my personality This nigga brings Everything <laughs> Cause, Cause that's how I feel about Shot. It's like I don't, I don't mind doing like The social media And all that stuff And they always say like Yeah I definitely I mind like, no, That's like, why you never hey, see his post Cause I hey, hate doing social media Let me tell you The funny part Of why I stopped Doing social media 100% And we talk about it All the time He's like Bro you start answering again I was like No Every time I answered Thanks it Josh It was always Thanks Josh like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> and I just felt weird saying it like over and over and over again. Like, yo, you talking to Shy right now? They're like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I would text Josh like, go ahead. And I don't know why I like again. that fucking SpongeBob thing came in my head. Is this a crusty crab? No, it's Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's crazy. It's uh, it's funny because. I didn't know this until recently. Sheeta and Nisi had to let me know this. Shout out to Three Piece Podcast. Yeah, shout out to them. Apparently, I'm unapproachable. <laughs> so, <laughs> niggas go to Kaz and ask Kaz all these questions. And Kaz be Thanks. like, nigga, I don't know. You got to ask Jay. And niggas be like, I don't, I don't See, really. He's the unapproachable one. Like, yeah, I'm like, yo, I didn't know Josh I was Pimp. unapproachable. I don't, like, I don't get how. <laughs> nah, this is what happens to me. Like, okay, if it's somebody business 
wise, again, they looking for um they'll want all like three of us or just me and Josh and they're, they're asking for Josh. Then with me, if if it, especially if they're of the opposite sex, hey, how you doing? Yeah, um, you can come and do this. Oh, I think that nigga flirting with me. I'm like, okay, Josh, go ahead and answer this question. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't get that vibe at all from her. And he was like, they love you. Yeah, they love <laughs> you. As soon as I talk they, to them, they, they're like, they, they they trying to flirt with me. Yeah, they thinking I'm trying <laughs> to do something extra. I'm like, I'm just trying to start, I'm just trying to run a business. I just wanted you on the show. Yo, nah, it's weird, but it's, it's funny because people will be hitting, again, I'm the unapproachable one. People will be like, Cass, like, how did y'all get this person on the show and this Bro. person on the show? He's like, that was Jay. Don't ask me, nigga. Literally. Like, I'm going to tell you why a lot. What type of what type of mics y'all be using? So I'm starting a podcast. What equipment do I? Hey fam, I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> Call my boy. It's, I think too because my personal social media interaction yeah. is very like my my brand as an individual was yeah. already a thing. So people was already communicating with me in that way. Mine is a more little more curated, curated, professional. Yeah. Like people literally, like I think I told you this, where motherfuckers will be afraid to ask us to come on their show because they think like, oh yeah. y'all are y'all are big time. Yeah. Y'all like, I'm like nigga. Not like <laughs> fam. Which uh, since this episode is gonna come after after the episode, uh, Dormtainment, I, I interviewed them yesterday. And oh I, no! Yeah, I did a little. Uh, All of them. Uh, Cam and uh, Rome. And they were here. Uh, no, I just no. did a little Zoom session. Oh, okay, no, that's dope no. though. That's and dope. Because when I reached out on uh, Instagram, they're like, "Yeah, sure, let's do it today." And I was like, "Oh, I got to work. Can we do it tomorrow?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure. That's what's we'll, up. we'll let you know what time." And I talked to them beforehand, oh. and they were just saying, "No." We'll do it. A lot of times, people, a lot of times, you gotta ask. Like I remember when we had Donnell Rollins on the show, right? It, it, it was the weirdest interaction because I sent like this long, drawn out like like email, like yo, we, uh, interview request. His agent was literally like, he just replied with his number, and I was like, okay. He was like, call me. So I called him. He was like, look, uh, you're in Dallas, right? I was like, yeah, because he was in town at the time. He's yeah. like, you're in Dallas, right? I was like, yeah. He was like, you got a car? I said, yeah. He's like, if you could pick him up and drop him back off, he'll do the show. <laughs> I was like Nigga what Like <laughs> Here I come I'm on my way right now Nah but his was fucked up Like the, the studio at the time Was in like Garland mm-hmm. And I had to pick him up In the middle of Dallas Rush hour Dallas traffic Ooh. That shit Was an hour and a half Getting from his hotel Cause he was in downtown Dallas So getting from his hotel To the studio in Garland Was an hour and a half When I tell you By the time we started If you go back and listen That nigga was not happy <laughs> in, that, in that episode He was shit I cut out He shit on me For like a good five minutes but While we were recording it, I just cut that shit out Cause I was like Fuck this nigga <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which Speaking of which Like how important Is like connections And everything like that Cause you do You already had the connections Via like media Yeah that yeah you were doing beforehand Um I think it helps Separate you from Um Everybody else is doing a podcast I think that's a good reason Why we've been able To do what we've done Because Anybody, every being a podcaster, use is has become what being a rapper became. You remember at one point in time, everybody and their mama was rapping. Yeah, so it wasn't yeah. even special for you to say that you rapped anymore. Like you be like, yeah, I rap. And nine times out of ten, a nigga you told that to was like, oh, I rap too. Yeah. Like it's just, it became that, and that's what podcasting became. It became not in a negative way because I think I, I love that people. I love we said it on the show multiple times. I love the podcast community, especially the one here. Definitely, um, I love connecting with everybody. Um. But a lot of people do it mm-hmm. So a good way to separate yourself From everyone else that does it Is you know Put yourself in a position To where you have Higher profile guests Or you um, just do certain things um, You know for us I tell people all the time 
Like people be like How do you get these people On your show I ask Like what you did With Doran yeah. Heyman Like I asked yeah, I just like, asked. I and like, like, yeah, cool. And, and for every person, every high pro- profile person we've had on the show, there's a good fifty that said no. But I asked. I like, really feel like that's just like approaching a, a woman of a certain attraction level. You know how like it'd be a woman at the bar waiting to get hollered at, mm-hmm. but niggas are gawking from afar. Mm-hmm. All you would have had to do to even you might not got a number, but you might have had a good interaction yeah. with her if you would have just went and been like awesome human shit, like how you doing, blah blah blah. And sometimes like and sometimes whenever I get a hold of their people, um, they may say no, but then they're like, you know, we'll keep you in mind for 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 a little bit later, and then they'll come back. Um, like I remember, uh, we almost had Diddy on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only reason it didn't happen was because we actually had a, a date set. I hadn't told Cass yet because I wanted to surprise him and I didn't want to jinx it. Yeah, I would have checked myself. Yeah, <laughs> I had, we, I we had a date set. Um, because this is during quarantine. Diddy wasn't doing shit, so I was like, "Shit, I'm gonna throw a request out for Diddy." What happened was Andre Harrell died like really soon after we set the date. Oh yeah, he probably was like, I'm and he was down like, here, "I don't want to talk at all." Yeah, and so that's but you know who knows they might come back around. Tracy Ellis Ross, we almost got her on there. Rick um, Ross, Auntie Tracy, Rick Ross, yeah, hey. uh, yeah, Rick Ross almost. So it's just like I was doing research on Rick, yeah. like for the Rick Ross shit. I was that was sometimes, gonna be my shelf. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it just like it'll get scheduled, but just it, the timing doesn't work out. So, but you gotta you gotta put yourself out there, and I would say that that's a good reason why we've been able to separate ourselves only because it makes you look a little bit more professional. Like I can say. Hey, yeah, we've had this podcast. We got this podcast, but we've had like Benny the Butcher on the show. We've had Andrew Schultz on the show. We've had Miko Grimes. We had Jason Weaver. We've had Symbolic One or Sean Cotton. Like that helps be like, oh, so y'all are serious? Because yeah. a lot of times, it's crazy too. Because that engagement it lasts for a long time. Like, let's say we do the we do the Sean Cotton episode. We were already on a roll, in my opinion. Yeah, we were already on a roll. But as soon as we did the Sean Cotton episode, niggas start hitting me like, I see you. I see you out here, man. You doing your thing, like, and you know. We thinking yeah. like I'm about like nigga. I've been we've been on it, yeah. But guess what? From that episode 100, that that's that, that was the turning point. Carries on. That was the turning point afterwards. So now we don't have like say we don't we got episodes where it's just us. That Sean Cotton energy literally trailed into episodes after. Same with Jason Weaver. That one was. And now he called that. I got to give him props on that. Hey, man. The Jason Weaver episode was all this nigga yeah. because he was like, nigga, Jason Weaver's my hero. And, and if you listen to the show, shit. that was no bullshit. You know. That was not bullshit. Yeah, I, no, say, still, yeah. <laughs> I grew up loving Jason no Weaver. And see, I like Jason Weaver, but it wasn't my hero. So nah, he the was whole my hero, time, man. I'm like, man. what is this going to be like? So you wasn't. Man, he was Michael Jackson. That's what he I'm was saying. And now yeah, I see I, he was Marcus Henderson. Listen, <laughs> I see this now. Because a lot of niggas Yo, out the woodwork we that I never that expected was like, nigga, you had my hero. Yes. I'm like, wait a minute. And I got mad because y'all niggas been quiet all these yes. years. I've been alone in the dark talking about how great this nigga was. He said, I'm <laughs> screaming from the hilltop. Like, yeah. I, I really do think that, that's our most pivotal. Because I had niggas. Being like, and I and I had to shut him down because we ain't been local in a while, in my opinion. But it's like, hey, you are no <laughs> longer a local podcast. I was like, local. 
<laughs> Clutch the pearls on We're international. No, but, that, but that was the one that niggas was like, oh my God, how the fuck did you pull this? And off? I did not expect I didn't that. Think, I, I did not I expect that. And I'm Lee looking was. at you like, do you know how I randomly still say DTP? <laughs> how we do? But see, in the like, you. Like, I'm still up there saying You know what's crazy? We, this is what's crazy. That started off as a joke that this nigga always had the most obscure heroes. Like, he would be like, man. Robert my Townsend. hero is the nigga who played Thug Number Two <laughs> in this old black movie, and you like. What? Why do what? I feel like me and Jay will be like? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> His name is Cleavon. It's Cleavon. <laughs> this is the crazy part. We like. Ah! What we found out yes, was there are way more niggas Yo. who had these same heroes. Yes. They just aren't vocal about. They it. weren't vocal, but when, once that episode dropped, that was a different energy because niggas was hitting me up like, nigga. Do you know how important? <laughs> like, and we, I know now, nigga. Yeah, and we, and I ain't gonna lie, I love that episode of our guest. is one of my favorite episodes because he was giving us. I love yeah, letting for niggas two hours go yeah, off on those industry stories. I love industry stories. Yeah, yeah. I love like them. yeah, especially when they meet the, you know, how your your heroes like. You want them to match the, the what you believed. Mm-hmm. So when a nigga say, "Man, I seen Biggie in the club, and Biggie had two holes with him, and he was smoking a blunt in the VIP of the club," it fits what I mm-hmm. wanted Biggie to be. And that shit, that episode was fire. That's one of my favorite episodes we did, and I was not excited initially about it. So. Nigga, I was nigga like even just, like I cut it out in the beginning. I literally was going hard like, "Yo, I like nigga, you're the reason why I am today. I am the way I am today, nigga." Yeah, because I know you were like, oh, let me not go in too hard because niggas going to be calling me like, yo, yeah. you went no, way love too that hard. Boy. No. Prior, prior to us recording, I was going hard. I'm not no, going to lie to you. What's crazy was the energy that a lot of people don't see like after and before. You know, they see the show. So like the show was one thing. You can put on a good, we all professionals, we can put on where the energy might not be A1, but for the show, it sounds incredible. No, that nigga Jason Weaver energy was good before, after. Mm-hmm. We literally was connecting with him like on some brotherly shit, which I was not expecting. He's a real nigga. Like he really yeah. was like, "Hey, I love y'all shit. Like, how can I help y'all do this? How can I boom boom yeah, boom?" Yeah, we still talk. Like, me and him still talk every now and then, which he's is a dope for me. You know what I'm saying? Even like, uh, actually, I still we're still connected with a lot of them. Like, I still talk to Andrew Miko. Schultz quite frequently, Miko pretty frequently. And what's dope about Miko was. When I sent out a request for her to come on the show, um, she saw that Andrew had been on the show, and so she hit up Andrew like, "Should I go on the show with these guys?" Like, yeah. and she w- and he was like, "No, nah, those are my guys. Like, go fuck with them. Like, go to so for even stuff like that, yeah, is dope to hear. So I, I so for people who who want to start a podcast and want to find a way to get out there, you just got to find a way to separate yourself from everybody. You got to find a way to make yourself look a little bit more professional than everyone else because a lot of people are doing podcasting. And be willing, be willing to give your all to 10 niggas. That's my advice. Yeah. Like, a yeah. lot of people want this grand, they want to do a podcast and the reveal, it's like releasing an album. They want 100,000 niggas to be there from episode one. Bro, entertain 10 niggas because that's all you're going to have yep. for a good stretch. <laughs> Don't be depressed by that number. I see niggas be like, it's only 10 niggas. Who are them 10 niggas? When I started doing Snapchat, I had literally my Snapchat blew up in 2016 and 2017. My shit was on fire, fire. I started with 10 niggas. Out of 10 niggas, two of them niggas was one of them ended up on BET and another one ended up being a big nigga at a frat. 
they help grow that 10 to 600 views. Because they're going to be like, hey, check out my nigga. Mm-hmm. Look at this nigga. Yeah. This one, one little chick, she, she was on the, on BET on some tattoo shit, and she records herself watching my video. Oh, shit. All it took was that, and it was over. Like, that literally, she could get props for 90% of the bitches that came to my page. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw a massive increase, and it was like all chicks. I was like, damn. So... Just be comfortable and to enjoy the ride. Stop looking for the Lamborghini. Enjoy the the enjoy driving to the Lamborghini place in your pacer, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just looking at Lambos. <laughs> enjoy the ride. So many niggas are so focused on the. I want a hundred thousand viewers. Shit, because we still got a lot of room to grow. Oh yeah, a shitload. Yeah, we yeah, still I, got jobs. I'm not excited yeah. until we don't have jobs. Because yep. hey. I know, I know, like with me, I've even learned that hey. I even got family members that be like, "Oh, you do a podcast?" Oh, exactly. and I'm like, "We're Facebook friends or whatever." It's like they're like, "Oh, I didn't see this." Like, and even people like I went to I high school me- and college with. Really they're like, with "Oh, you do a that. podcast?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've been doing it for like almost two years now." And it's like, "Oh, okay." I'm, I'm glad like, some of my family don't listen. Like, I don't need my mama nah, listening. I'm messing with Kaz on that because I tell him that all the time. I said, "When your ass don't have to work two jobs, I'll be happy." That's what and you he was. Yeah. yeah, he was looking at me like, "What?" I said. Nigga, we gonna work till you ain't gotta work no damn. But but what what you know, makes like it, I'm making this? I'm like nigga, I'm making a promise. I would make my mama like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> no, <laughs> your whole focus can be being creative. Cause think about it, if you doing well at this and you gotta go to work, like after this I gotta go to work. Before yeah. this I had to do something. But imagine your whole focus is just being creative. If you're doing good at this level where you gotta work two jobs, nigga, if they t- if you take away one of them jobs. You're going to get better at this just by proxy. You got more time. You got more energy. You feel more. Because don't nobody, nobody sane wants to work a nine to five. Yeah, nah. It's been, I'm going to be real with you. It's been good. Me personally, it's been good not working a nine to five. since I haven't worked a nine to five since March. Um, You know, I sold my script in April. Mm-hmm. April or May, one of them. And ever since then. I just been I've been a full time screenwriter, so that and so like not having to deal with a job has been very very nice. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful. It's been very nice. I I mean you know you got to keep working though, like because oh yeah your work yeah. becomes something else. Yeah, like, it becomes something different. You don't get to retire because you stop working around nah, the five. Nah, nah, nah. bro. Yeah, nah. You, you actually got to go harder. Yeah, what? <laughs> yo, shit. You eat what you kill at that point. There's yeah, no and one thing about work. You can show up to that bitch lazy as hell. I done showed up to work high, and guess what? Got twenty three dollars an hour. Yep. It don't matter when it's yo shit. Show up to your shit not prepared. The money starts to, you know, yeah, productivity as it dwindles, that money starts to dwindle. So, and it's, I, it's a rough it's ride. Tough. Like you listen to the last episode, and I was saying in that whole like my first pitch session. I thought I had some shit. I was I flew out to LA in June. I flew out to LA. I had all my pitch material because I was pitching a TV show. I thought I killed it. Them motherfuckers ripped me to shreds and did it with a smile on their face. Like <laughs> it wasn't even like they angry. They was like, oh hey, no. oh this is bad. Nah, take this out. Oh wow, this is really bad. What were you thinking? <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> oh, wow. like oh, wow. like matter, matter of fact, so, like Jay, you thought this was the shit. And it was like, oh, we're gonna fa- show you something. And they, they took this page and it was like, there's like, oh, yeah, you want to see what I'm gonna do? With this rip, rip. Like, it was, like it was horrible. Oh, wow. Like, and then it was like, oh, this is this is good. This is good. Oh wow. Well, I don't know what you were thinking here. <laughs> I don't like, know what you were thinking. <laughs> so I was, almost called you the ER. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like you know saying it, but it, but you need shit like that. That for sure because they could have easily said, you know, we never want to talk to you again after this. But it was like, no, you're on to something. But you got to get way better at everything else. I didn't know the process of that. That was my first time. Getting to that level 
And so like that world is a is a crazy fucking world to be in. And then I I know you uh, recently said because uh, I know you turned thirty. You said next I year I turned thirty in April. Yeah, and I know you said uh, that's one of your goals is to move out to Hollywood. Yeah, I want to move then. out there uh, either by then or sometime in twenty twenty one. Okay, you know okay. what I'm saying. Um, I'm already trying to get the the equipment I would need to keep the podcast going. Yeah, because I was going to ask next. Oh yeah, no, I was going to keep going. We're going to still. I got to set. I I have a I have a I have a setup in my mind to where even the quality the sound quality will still be the same. Like I got to set up to where like I'm just gonna have to do a lot of editing, but. Yeah, it's, we're still gonna keep it going. That's just like um, during the quarantine, me and him both just bought mics and we're like, you couldn't tell like, oh, we're not in the studio. Yeah, and that's how, and I'm like, people don't think like that. I was like, yeah, you could do pretty yeah, much a anything lot of remote. There's yeah, a lot of can. shit you can do. Yeah, and yeah, for, uh, yeah. during quarantine, that's when we stepped it up. It was like us too because we were dropping every two, maybe three weeks or yeah. whatever. And I was like, okay, we're dropping every week. Every week. Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's literally. I think quarantine, like we're one of the one of the people that quarantine helped. Like yep, that's how we got sure to how we it. Felt. That's how, we, that's how we got to a million streams. Like motherfuckers are staying home, they ain't got shit to do. And so they're just our numbers was running up like crazy. Yep. And we gained some of those people that cause we've noticed that the people that listen to us are heavy into Joe Button. Yep. So we shit. end up <laughs> I learned a li- Those little screenshots yeah, like, We were either one or one two To or Joe two Button Every <laughs> single time And we We kind of saw that too When when he kind of scaled back Because of Corona We were like mm-hmm. We can't stop mm-hmm. This yeah. is We can steal some of those, those. I think y'all mentioned it During their little hiatus Y'all yeah. like Y'all <laughs> like Hey People ain't got no Joe Button episode this week, but they got us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was on Twitter. And still. I was like, I'm one of those niggas. I was, I was like, on Twitter. I was damn, on Twitter. Y'all still do Joe Button? Yes. Hey, we was on. You know that. you fucked up, that right? That was a literal conversation. <laughs> we stole. We we. I was on Twitter stealing all of his damn fans. Like every every day, every person that was tweeting, oh, I can't believe they don't have an episode coming out this week. Well, you can listen to us. No lie, I did that. I did that to like over 500 people. And we gained like a shitload of listeners. Everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Like y'all are y'all are dope. I'm listening. Y'all in my rotation now. And and then like I said, the Spotify Wrapped things came out this past weekend. I was just like, we got like over like I didn't I post shocked. all of them, but we got like over 50 people that we were like in their top either one or two to like Joe Budden mostly, but. One of my friends, she like loves like those little crime, true crime podcasts and uh-huh. shit. And they had she had us like. Some true, some ghost podcast was number one, and we, <laughs> and we were number, number two. two. Yeah. I was like, "Damn, like this is crazy." She's like, yeah. y'all, "Y'all don't talk about what I like to listen to, but hey, y'all my niggas." <laughs> <laughs> now nah, she'll hit because she don't know shit about hip hop. She don't know shit about none of that, but she just loves the conversation. She feels like she learns something from us every week. Okay, yeah, so even stuff true. like that is what gained a lot of people because we we drop a lot of knowledge and yep. we give a lot of behind the scenes things that people don't know about the industry. So that's what really helps us too. Yeah, because I know I was telling somebody, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll fuck with y'all because when y'all go into like the film and TV, so I'm like, yeah, I'm not a film and TV guy, but I love hearing like those little tidbits and little treats. I'm like, oh, okay, especially when y'all go on about like TV shows because yeah. I don't think from the aspect, I'm like, I'm just watching just see and I that's, like the show. That's <laughs> most people though, you know what I'm saying? But there's so many, there's so many ass. I mean, I've been acting since I was 10 years old. So ever since then, like. Hey, shot, this nigga played Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No cap, black Jesus. No cap. My first, my first acting role was Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and pour a little. Need some more of that. I said I need some more of this libation because you tripping. Nah, nah, you got to nah, nah, you got to go through this. And he had a pass as a rapper. Play? He opened up for Juvenile. You was Juvie and Jesus. And I, you opened I went up on, for Juvie so and I went on, Jesus. I went on tour with Juvenile when I graduated high school. Okay. 
Hey, yeah. And I'm looking like, Sean, no, like what? back to Jesus. <laughs> back Jesus? to you being Jesus. <laughs> no, I was like, a quick, uh, long story short, I was, um, you know, my family was heavily in the church, but I just didn't want to get involved in any of the activities. I, yeah, I know you say your dad was a like. A my dad was a pastor, but pastor. like my uncle was a minister minister of music. Like my aunt ran the choir. Like my family was heavily involved in all aspects of the church, and I didn't want to deal with none of that shit. Like I, like, yeah, because I'm like get to Jesus. Yeah, so, <laughs> but but like because of that, like I think you know because church folk will make like snide little comments. Mm-hmm. So they started making like little comments to my mom, like oh you know little so and so did the play and you know. It would have been nice to have Josh involved. You know, you know they just they start making those little comments. So I think my I think they started rubbing my mom the wrong way. Like they'd be like, "Oh, you know, little Destiny did the mime. It would have been nice to see Josh up there too." But it's like you know. So one day the the youth director came over to me and was like, "Hey, Josh, you know, we haven't had you involved in anything. Do you want to do anything?" And before I could say no, my mom jumps up behind me. He's like, "Oh, he'll do yeah. it. What you want him to do?" I'm like, "Nigga, she, she, I, I, she what? Said, I'm gonna yeah. show these other fucking parents." Yeah, she was like, "What do you? Whatever you want him to." do he'll do it and she was like well we got the the easter play coming up she's like he'll do it. what role you want him to do and she was like well we don't have a jesus yet my mom was like you do now, <laughs> you do now? <laughs> i was like wait hold on i was gonna say no nah, i'm so gonna be one of the dudes i'm one of the you other dudes make me an extra you could have made me in the back i'm like, gonna be the dude that was stealing on the other cross <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. nah you're gonna be the main guy so, it's like, Jesus, hell, yeah, it was. I can't be cross bearing number three. The Almighty, the Almighty. All right then, and so and so I did it. Like it was a rough, it was a rough like month or so of practices. Like every day, if like, you do a terrible job, you go to hell automatically. For real, <laughs> learning, learning the lines. Like I had to do an interpretive dance. I had to. It was some wild. Man. Like, it was wild, and I hated every second of it until we did the show. And it w- went really well And you know I've heard Tupac say And I've heard a lot of people say The first time you're at the, on that stage And you get a standing ovation at the end That's a that's a high you'll never be able to like yeah. That's a high you'll never be able to duplicate Like standing on stage And people like like You know giving you a standing ovation That's like That's better than sex That's better than Yeah I about to say That's what Pac said That's better than any drug I, You know what I'm saying It's Yeah It's some shit Like I It's It's, it's it's unfortunate that a lot of people will never feel that feeling because they're too afraid to do it. Yeah. But that's that's a feeling that can't be duplicated ever. Ever. Oh man, the first time I sung, that's how I felt. Really? <laughs> yeah, when that's I was in crazy. the when my mom forced me to be yeah, in the choir. So you know. <laughs> yeah. But nah, I just feel like I just see you like dressed as Jesus with a yeah. towel on your head, like with a towel on his, like he Jordan talking about. Like, I killed Jesus. <laughs> I killed Jesus. I know there's some people out there that think I'm really the Messiah. <laughs> when people when people say uh, Jesus coming black, for real, they, me. they they know. He walking through the grocery store, Mama, it's Jesus. Like this, yeah. Hey, pull out the blessing all out of his pocket, just start putting the cross on their phone. <laughs> Go ahead, you keep are, the party you, going. You bring it here, bring it here. Yeah. They see you now, like, I thought Jesus had curly hair. He's like, nah, man, he's he receiving naps, a bit. Right, he's some naps right there. Easy to nap. He said, even Jesus. I got one little kinky on nap the right days. there in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's so, it's just that that world is a crazy world, man. I've been, like I said, I've been involved in it since I was 10, and it's just, it's been a long ride, and things are finally I like so it's been a 19 year run and I'm just now <laughs> getting my foot in the door you know what I'm saying people don't people don't want to take time for shit they should they want shit to happen immediately 
Yep, I mean, they don't go like that. It's definitely a slow burn, especially when, like a lot of the podcasts that like we're all fans of now. It's just like, oh, I didn't realize I've been listening to you like six, seven, eight years. Yeah, and I'm just now seeing y'all blow up and y'all mm-hmm. getting all these fans. But it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I forgot. Like back in the day, it was like, yeah, I was one of those 100, 10, 50, yeah. or whatever listeners. Yeah. But everybody that's onto y'all now, I'm like, oh yeah, I love they podcasts. And you're like, I feel like nah, that every like, time I listen to Bodega Boys, I'm like. Like, I wasn't with them. I was like, well, again, I like sneakers and stuff like yeah. that. So I was on Complex, even though they dislike Cuddy and stuff like that. But, hey, um, uh. <laughs> I was sitting up there like, man, y'all never saw, like, Jesus versus Miro. Like, y'all never saw none of this. Then all of a sudden, when they were, like, on Showtime and stuff, I was like, yeah, y'all late to the party for this, like, Viceland. I first saw them on Charlemagne's Showtime. show, uh, Uncommon Sense. That yeah. was the first time I saw them. I was like, damn, these niggas is hilarious. I saw them niggas late. Yeah. <laughs> late. Yeah, because I heard I'm heard him from the pocket from uh, Brian Is. Just hearing mm-hmm. him on Brian Is. Yeah, they yeah. So yeah, it's been like this shit is. I just need people to understand. Like, always remember what you're doing shit for, mm-hmm. because you're gonna be tested. You're not gonna be successful for a while. Like most stand, most stand up comedians are on are working the stage for at least ten years before they get anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Shit, musicians. Brian Michael Cox said that. Like, think about how long Jay Electronica was around. Yeah. Just in the industry so, around. <laughs> I just got to laugh because people starting to realize like he had this weird random like when they showed the random shots in Moesha, he was spitting them pyramid bars and then wait 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 <laughs> wait wait wait. Jay Electronica was in Moesha. Yeah, he was. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. So a random. This it's, it's a random scene. I forgot what episode it is. When I find it, I'll let you know. Please. I, got you know, I was like, I got on your social media, so I'll let yeah, you know. Which the look on my face right now. I'm that like, wait a minute. See him spitting. But of course you don't hear it because it's like one of those scenes where like it would transition to another scene, so he's just up there spitting. Oh, see bro! That. And I'm up there like I know he was still talking about being a Muslim. And <laughs> but you know what's crazy? I know he was. We were watching in the middle of Los Angeles. We were watching video because this nigga. Know, I'm obsessed with anything that has to deal with cocaine era music. So we were watching cameo shit, and randomly in a cameo video, and I catch everything in a video. This nigga was on my house. He said, nigga, that's Lawrence Fishburne playing the bartender. Yeah, it was so right. I rewinded, wow. And I've seen this video a thousand times. I rewinded it. I said, damn, Lawrence Fishburne was an extra <laughs> in a cameo video. Yeah. Like, he just, and he's of no circumstance. Yeah. They don't zoom on this nigga or nothing. That nigga wash your glass and hand it to him. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, if you blink, you would have missed it, bro. Yeah. This is a nigga who becomes Literally. a prolific figure in black Hollywood. Oh, you thought it was cor- Cornbread Earl and me and then, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally. Like, 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 you thought he went from being Larry to Lawrence. It's like that. Nah. No. This nigga put he in work, dude. work. That's like shit. Yo. Tom Hanks and Bosom Buddies. Work. <laughs> And I love uh, them and Peter Scalari, bro. Boy, but it's just but Tim Hopkins and it was uh, Tim Hopkins. It was funny because um, I put him on the Tony Orlando and Don. Yeah. He had mm. never heard of him, and I said, "You didn't know that Tim Hopkins was singing in all them shows like Family Matters for no reason." Mm-hmm. I like because she had a singing background. <laughs> but, but 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 the, but just the, the moral of the story is like I tell people: don't do anything to look cool. Don't do anything to get popular. Do it because you want to do it. Because if you really want to find success at it, it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a long while. And so yeah. you make sure you remember remember why you're doing this shit. Because you're going to be tested. You're going to be like, why am I still doing this shit? Oh, yeah, because I love it. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I know like, um, like when I first started in radio, when I first moved here, 
I got hired for a, a country radio station. Oh, wow. And um, Lil' D does here right now. Mm-hmm. I knew her back in college, back in Ohio. Okay. And I remember calling her. I was like, yeah, they offered me this job at this country station, you know, working a promo team or whatever. But, you know, I don't do country or whatever. And she was like, hey, you want to work in radio, right? I was it's like, exactly. yeah. Exactly. I, like, I was like, yeah. She was like, you applied, right? I was like, yeah. She was like, you just got to know if this is what you really want. It's going to take a while. And then I remember mm-hmm. her telling me, like, yeah, you didn't know because you were in college. But at the time when you met me in college, when I was working for the radio station um, back in Toledo, she was like, I was working like two, three jobs. I was like working for the newspaper. I was doing parties. And she was like, you just seeing that, oh, this is a little deep on the radio in Toledo in college. Mm-hmm. And like I'm an intern working for her. She was like, no, Man, working in radio is hard work. We don't have the time to discuss all the shit I've had to do on the grind working in radio early. Like that shit. Ooh, you know what's so funny about like, cause um, can I say what radio station it was? Cause you okay. don't work there no more. Oh yeah. Okay, shout out to KSCS. So that's when I started seeing him because I'm a season ticket holder for the Mavs. Okay. So he would be like, I'll be like, Yo, what's up? What's up, Josh? And he would look at me like, Ah, oh, yeah, what's up? I'm like, Man, What you doing at the game? He's like, I'm working. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm like, for who? And he told me. I was like. Because, of course, I've been here all my life. So I was like, once he said KSCS, I'm like, the country station? Yes. <laughs> and I looked at him like, but you black. Ah. You know what? Y'all ain't get your money, player. Hey, we what? starting to infiltrate. <laughs> Kane Brown is killing shit right now. <laughs> you know what's so crazy? Charlie Pride was about, I mean, he a season ticket holder, too. I'm like, but Charlie Pride was about four Oh, you a real Dallas nigga. You already know all the season. Y'all know all the season ticket holders and shit. I was like, yeah, because even now, working for the news station, people are like, oh, you work for a radio I'm like, I work for a news station. All I hear is news, politics, and financial So you must stuff. be depressed all the time. Nah, yeah. this is the funny part. That's what I tell people. Like, he, that, that's like, what I look forward to seeing Christian. I'm like, Christian's the only one that's in my, my age range, the only one that, <laughs> that gets me and all that. This is the funny like, part. This is so boring. I'm talking care. to him on the phone <laughs> while during breaks and stuff, and I get quiet. And he's like, hello? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm listening to the news. He's like, I don't listen to this shit. I was like. Boy, this is interesting. Did you hear what they said about Kuwait? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll respond to something. I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? Like, I was like, you didn't hear what they just said? And he was like, like I can't watch no. it. No. My dad, my dad be like, every time I'm over at my dad's house, he watching the news and shit. I'm like, yo, this shit don't depress you, man. Like, I can't do it. Working the news will drive me crazy. I'd rather know what's going on. I don't, I'm I'm out of sight, out of mind, bro. Like, I like to I like to enjoy my life. And if I, if I because I don't want to randomly like, man, an asteroid hit like thirty Damn, miles away from my house. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> where was <Shit>. I at? <laughs> and I always get TB. And I'm talking to him, and I'm like, they literally said that on the radio, and I ignored it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> An asteroid is going to hit Dallas in about two days. I'm like, man. You know what though? The news is kind of <laughs> where I learned though. I was never gonna be a master at any single thing because like. I'll take a tidbit from the news and then I go get a tidbit from fucking junk like TMZ yeah. and then get a t- So I'll be looking at all these different things. I'll know what's happening overseas. I'll know what's happening on the stock market, but then I know what's happening with Sauce Walker Chain. I know what's happening <laughs> oh, with Oh, this nigga will, I'll be it's at his house. Literally all over the place. The pre the pre recording ritual is wild. Like the shit that this nigga will watch <laughs> before we start about, recording is just weird. Like it's so random. Because I literally feel like I need to know. Something about everything I feel like if I If I go anywhere I'm not gonna be Completely in the dark If I go to Mexico right now I'm not gonna be in the dark Yeah it was like like I'm not a like was a, What's that little quote They say like I'm 
I'm not a master of like one uh, thing, but, uh, but a master of everything. Uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. me. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, which I wanted to talk about the stuff. How'd you get into like the, the stocks and everything? Because I know you you talk about that and you posted on your social media and all that. Like, Honestly, get, uh, yeah, that's definitely a question for cash. It's crazy because <laughs> I literally started realizing, like, damn boy, you ignorant. <laughs> like I was, you know, like, and we had we've had this has been an ongoing thing amongst us because I remember I had bought. A Movado watch I had bought a watch I had Been going out to eat Every motherfucker I'm going to a steakhouse Every motherfucking day And I had a conversation With this nigga And he, I was like uh, Why you don't go do Such and such And he was like Cause I'm I'm putting my money Into my craft This nigga always <laughs> This nigga always <laughs> So you didn't see my face. I was like, "Damn, Cass, he, a lot of money." He took, he took that. He took that as a shot, and I, and I was. But like, it was a necessary. I fucks with it. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, because I did the. I was doing the calculations in my head, like." Bro, no, like doing? literally, literally all I'm my a money. Leisure nigga, I'm just now getting to a place where I spend my money, spend money on myself. Yeah. Like prior to that All my money went back Into my craft Like went back Into if I needed equipment That money went to get equipment If we needed studio time Or if I needed to rent mm-hmm. something Or if I needed to hire somebody That's where all my Disposable income went I didn't I didn't do nice my clothes and relaxing None of that shit I'm a master of relaxing. <laughs> so that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I was so, this nigga like, man, I'm going to California this year. I'm going to go there about three or four times. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, like what? Like, well, first of all, I'm going to see my family. I, if I'm in LA now, I'm going for other stuff. Oh, but, of course. <laughs> but if I'm in like like the don't Bay think area, I was, don't think I was there just for pitch sessions. Yeah, but. I was like, yeah, he'll be like, like he'll be like, where you at? I'm like, man, I'm in Oakland eating my family. He's like, oh. But then he, when we started doing the podcast, we started taking a little bit more seriously. He had to like shut me down because I was up there working on covers. I'm like, say, do we need to record in the next few days? He's like, bro, you on vacation. What are you doing? Relax. Leave me. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> nah, that means you usually are relaxed, and nah, now you're like, he's in I'm like, like, I have to focus I'm like, why on are you my craft. Me about some podcast shit. You just <laughs> said you was a fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but, nah, but, but him, he's always, Kaz is always like, he's always on a search to learn something new. Yeah. I, which I admire him for Like and he's that's always I, that's, that's what happened to me He I always tries I'm stagnant when I'm bored Yeah Like yeah. if it's nothing to be learned I get stagnant And I'm never Like one thing about it Like this nigga knows his industry And that's his passion I'm like one of them niggas where I might One week I might rap And then say fuck that shit I might want to write And then say fuck that shit I need And I'll come back around to it But I need stuff to keep me Mm-hmm. Going while en route to it And I started realizing like um, That was one instance we had But I started realizing like Damn bro I like luxury But I'm not getting anything achieved So I had this plan Like I was like man You know what I'm gonna go ahead finally I'm, I'm 30 I can do what I wanna do Let me put I'm gonna go put diamonds in my teeth I'm gonna do what I wanna do Since yeah. I was young So I had like 8 grand 9 grand Just sitting around for that And it dawned on me I was like bro You gonna put Diamonds in your mouth And then go to work Like you forgot to go to work And it just It literally That quickly I was like Alright bro I'm gonna find something that's uh, That resembles a hustle Something that excites me And the stock market Is literally like It's legal drug dealing Like it that's really, really what it is mm-hmm. So once I figured that out I got excited about it I was like Oh shit It's a hustle <laughs> And um I just really started getting into it and it's really taught me a lot about myself. It's taught me a lot about shit that's hidden from black people cuz I'm gonna mm. be honest. I know a lot of niggas who would have been like we look at drug dealing as a career, mm. yes. which is one of our biggest 
to me, one of our biggest problems as a community. <coughs> our hustles, we look at them as careers. Mm-hmm. These are temporary. This is your seed money. If you're going to sell drugs, you should have a cap on how long you plan on doing this. Because you will lose. You're going to lose at the at end. At some point, yep. So, in order to mitigate your losses, instead of doing 10 years of selling drugs and trying to be Big Meech, why don't you get $20,000? Why don't you get $10,000? And then... Put that into the market. Go figure this thing out. Put it into the market. Go get $75,000 and go put it into real estate. Because stocks is not the only legal drug dealing out there. You got real hey, estate. You got my stocks. My man Ghost. I mean, he was messing Bro, with wind, yeah. like, Hey, Ghost did it. He was yeah. like, I'm trying to leave the drug game. Yep. Yeah, because that shit is not a, it's not a, it's not a sustainable lifestyle. That's a pussy, though, Yeah, man. that, that yes. <laughs> pussy destroys the whole Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he looked at me because that's literally how I got focused on the podcast. I had to leave like women alone because I said I know what makes me stupid in life. Yeah, he literally told me <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like it was a real conversation. He's like, women will make me stupid. I was that's like, what? Was, brother, I was like, like, you don't want to see me in relationships. No. I, I become, I become. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, like we probably would have made it to episode ten, and once like somebody was like, man, you always uh, doing that podcast. Like you know what? Fuck this podcast. We are no longer doing this. <laughs> well, see, what's crazy? I'm so I'm so locked into my goals and my dreams. Any woman that gets in the way of that gets thrown out the window. Yeah, not literally, mm-hmm. y'all. Like <laughs> this ain't no Tyler Perry shit. This ain't no Tyler Perry shit. You know, you fit the type. You know, <laughs> don't do yeah, me like brown, that. That brown paper bag. You know, don't what I'm do saying? me like that. <laughs> you know, I've been getting shit on online a lot these recent like, weeks. Don't listen, do me like that. Listen, listen brothers. <laughs> You seem like you throw him out the window, brother. <laughs> He's like, if we riding down, riding down the freeway and you talking about, nah, I ain't fucking with, nah, bitch, get out right now. <laughs> Look, he up there, open the door. Boop. <laughs> just push him out. He nah. said, what you say about Hollywood? Inject those seat cuz. I'm like, yo, wow, yo. to a woman? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Josh, you really talking about moving to Hollywood? Hey, man, that's been. What about me here? Uh, that's actually why I'm not dating now. You gonna, I'm not you trying to be in West Covina any times. <laughs> I'm not trying to have anything keep me here longer than I need to be. Yeah, and plus I know like uh, with the addition of your, your boy Namdi, he's been a, a yeah, great. No, so man. Yeah. How, how did that happen? Because I know like I haven't listened like every episode. It's on real like the he last randomly few he just that randomly shit is, started. That shit is organic because it is him and Andrew Schultz their so, relationship. So here's the thing: me and Andrew, after the first time he was on the show, which was 27, he was our eighth episode. Yeah, Which is damn. crazy. He was yeah. like, he was like in the beginning. Again, I just asked, and he, uh, I picked him up, and he, and he came to the studio. So it was just like, you know, it was a cool thing, and he enjoyed the show. And so we really hit it off to where every time he came to Dallas after that, like he would hit me up, be like, "Yo, I'm in town. Like, yo, let's come to the shows. Let's kick it." Yeah, because I've seen him twice. I went to the last show uh, when he was in Dallas last year. Because mm-hmm. I, um, what's my man? Um, to do the videos and stuff Alex uh, Alex I hit up Alex was like yo I saw y'all come, gonna be in town I live literally like Five minutes away from the venue If y'all need Somebody to help Carry in and stuff He was like he was like, No I appreciate it But I'll see you at the show So see, when I got to the show He was like hey Hit, hit me up afterwards He's like, And they, they took a picture with me And I was like Yeah And so like he um, So every But literally every time For three years um, Anytime Andrew came to the city He'd be like Yo I'm in town Like come to the shows Let's kick it after and we would do that, like we would just we would just get really cool. So the last time, the time you're talking about, actually, because he was just he was at the the Addison Improv, the Addison Improv, yep. so not too far away from here. Um, we spent like the entire weekend. It was weird, like because Alex was there, Mark Gagnon, who was an opener, who now is a part of uh, yeah. Flagrant Two. 
Um, you know, I went there. It was funny because it is he was not in a relationship at this time, so I did not want to get him in trouble. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and so I uh, I went to the first show, and I went and saw him after the show. I was like, "What's up?" He was like, "Hey, Jay, what's going on?" He had two girls by him. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, shit. he had a girl on each arm, and he hey. was and he was like, he's like, I was like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "What you got going on?" He was like, "Uh, you know, I'm be." Busy tonight. Come hit me up. Like he's like he's like he's like hit me up in the morning. Let's go get let's go grab breakfast. <laughs> and so so the next day we kicked it. Uh, we went. To, I, he had never been to the forward stockyards, so we went to the forward stockyards. We got breakfast. We like kicked it. And so what they like to do is when they go to a different city, they like to have an additional camera person from the city help them out with the recording. Yeah, Namdi was the one that they picked. And so I ended up spending a lot of time with Namdi that weekend because I was around the whole time. And me and him we just we just we were just like connecting and he I was like, you know, he just like, yo, what do you do? Like and I said, I do a podcast. That's how me and Andrew got cool because he came on my show. And so I just invited Namdi to come by if he wanted to come by and see us record, like come through. So he started coming by episodes, just being there. And then eventually he started bringing his camera. He was like, hey, is it cool if I get like some photos or video clips to give you guys? I'm like, yeah, we're yeah, not going to say no to that shit. I like, know, like, that's free promo right there. Yeah, yeah, like, you want to you shoot for us? Hey, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then eventually it got to a point where he would say like really, really good points after the show. Like, yeah. we'd be done recording. He was like, man, when y'all talked about this, like, I thought maybe think of this or maybe think of this. Be like, man, next time get on the mic. And so it was like, eventually, I was like, look, I'm just gonna put a microphone in front of you, and if you just feel like saying something, say it because these are great points. And then it kind of just grew from there, and eventually, he he kept talking more and more to the point where it was like, you might as well be a host at this point. He really is like yeah. all parts. Yeah, he literally he developed just, from. He literally came like just came out of nowhere, and we just gradually built to a place where yeah, because we weren't looking for another co-host. We we weren't. Um, not a lot of people never even discussed. Like we never he, even, never even thought about it because a lot of people were mad because a lot of people did want to be a co-host of the show. We were just like, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people would be like, you need a woman to be there, and this this and that. And it's just like We don't really do that Not having women But He said we, we don't do that <laughs> We what don't I, what, on our shows what I, no, no. What I, We've had women on the show But what I mean is like You know th- A lot of people try to Replicate the breakfast club formula yeah. Like yeah. Like yeah. two guys One girl And it's just like No we're not doing that Like none, nothing about our show Is forced Everything is organic So if like If a, if, a, if we had a girl come by And she connected shit She might have became a co-host of the show yep. It just so happened That Namdi just Wanted to be there He wanted to Ingratiate himself In the process And eventually He kind of grew with us mm. And it made sense too Because he kind of Our gateway into Like I stay in touch With youth culture I don't But at the same time <laughs> I'm um, so far removed From that shit he, the, the crazy part is, is Even if you stay in touch With it If you I'm 33 If you 33 Staying in touch With youth culture You're a 33 year old nigga in touch with youth culture You're not a part of youth culture yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's actually actively going to parties And this what the fuck they listening to So he added to me Just the energy that Neither one of us could really supply You know what I mean And it's yeah. like if we get too far left On some old nigga shit He brings us back Like I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about yeah, Like when, like when he said he, time, he like nah I don't know what the Like when he said he didn't know Who Lisa Ray was Yes <laughs> I, I felt was like, my mortality yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like oh, I'm gonna die soon <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm really about to be 30, huh? Because <laughs> he didn't know what it was like to grow up and see Diamond and Players Club. Players like, he don't know. Long time ago, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm about to fuck your head up. <laughs> he was born the year Brett Players Club came out. 
That's insane. <laughs> like it don't even <laughs> dawn. Like it's just like Bro, that's so I say this is one I had to sneak and watch that movie. Damn, <laughs> Damn there's okay. a nigga that's gonna be twenty years old who did not listen to Blueprint at all. Yeah, um, like, me and one of my homies, uh. Uh, shout out to E-Ray You know Audible Records podcast he Yeah was shout actually, out to them man They they dope man And he was uh, talking about How him and his girl Was listening to um, Blue, They were talking about Jay-Z And he was mm-hmm. like yeah He's like my girl was like Yeah I like Blueprint 3 And he was like me He's like who grew up on Blueprint 1 and Blueprint 2 I was like What are you talking about He's like but then I have to remember She's younger than me So like I say this on <laughs> he's like, so he's like, I love Drake and that, Kid like, Cudi so I like, love them like, That was kind of like One of her early interests But see to it's, it, it's interesting People who aren't Diehard J fans Blueprint 3 is usually The album they came in on Same yeah. thing with Kanye People who aren't Diehard Kanye fans The, the album they came in on Is either Graduation Or, or 808 my, Or mm. My Beautiful Dark Twisted yeah, Fantasy yeah. Like that's how a lot of New age Kanye fans Came yeah. in on them And I'm and looking at like If you came in on 808 I'm like you Nigga, I came in on the bounce. Oh, <laughs> you know yeah, me too. So that's 2002. Hey, hey, yeah. VA and all that. Yeah. Yes. It's levels to that shit too because they came in, so they come in on Blueprint 3. I came in on Blueprint 1, Blueprint 2. It, but it's niggas who've been there since Reasonable Doubt. There's niggas who, uh, who handed me Reasonable Doubt. Like, hey, nigga, you need to listen to this, bro. I'm about to say, I'm one yeah. of them Reasonable Doubt. The yeah, first that, time I called Jay yeah. was Hard Knock Life. That was the first time I saw him. Oh, that's volume two. Yeah, I, was a blue yeah, I knew guy. about him, but I was... That nigga wasn't... He wasn't my nigga yet. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm on... Yeah, it took I'm a while for him to, to become... I'm so yeah. much Project Pat and shit like that that... Who gives it, man? These niggas. I told my cousin when he first played me Nas. This how ignorant the nigga was. He played me Nas. I said, I don't want to hear that shit. It sound like poetry, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was like, Yo, Ooh, early Kaz was very ignorant. He didn't want to hear Dang. none In of that terms shit. Of, like that's what I tell people all the time is that like my growth be fast because when I figure out I'm behind, I'm finna, I'm finna run, Start running, Because when I got into music, like into it, into it, I was like, you know what? I love Three Six Mafia. I love Project Pat. I love these niggas, but I'm finna put them to the side and I'm finna study these niggas. So I started hearing more and more like elite level MCs. And immediately, like at the time I was rapping, that shit made me better immediately. So that's what makes me respect them so much. You can look at a nigga and tell by the way he rap, oh, he listen to bullshit. Mm-hmm. I can literally see it. Yeah, because I know uh, one thing I've learned uh, is like, a lot of southern niggas that I've met since moving here to Texas are just like that. Like, I got a coworker, he's 40, and I'll be playing, like, if I'm playing music at my desk, he'll be like, nah, I don't fuck with that. And like, the, the East Coast niggas, I don't fuck with that. The West Coast yeah. niggas, I don't fuck with that. He's like, now put on some Boosie, put on some Project P, some UGK. Do you realize how much, how much, because I, I got into Jay-Z heavy in high school. So imagine what it was like for me. Bumping dead presidents as a as a sophomore in high school, niggas was like get this shit because I was one of the, out of my homies. I was one of the few niggas that had a car. So when I had got a car, I was everybody's ride. So imagine me bumping dead presidents on the way to the function and niggas and being like, like this turn is not this turn that bullshit off, off my nigga. Like yeah. this is not what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Take this shit off. Nah, this is like um me and Josh always talk. He was like, man, I ain't no use from Dallas till I till I start talking to you. I was like. Because I don't like I'll mix Southern with East, yeah. West. Because my mom, she was like living in Oakland for a while, so she loves Tupac. Ah, okay. His mom, his mom, bad boy. His he mom loved Tupac, um, and I loved Big. And she used to be like, I don't know why you like the ugly nigga. And I'm like, Do you not hear what he said? Yeah. Have you not heard? Listen to every like. You, know yeah. what this? you realize how many <laughs> arguments I have with niggas over the Tupac and Biggie argument will go on for the end of yeah. time. 
Me and my last girlfriend, man, we was in the middle of a concert. We was enjoying a concert, and they played some Tupac, and I, and then they played a Biggie song, and she was like, "Uh," and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> wait, what? But like, hold on. I was like, "Wait, oh, I didn't know this about you." <laughs> but like again, like I like E forty and stuff like that again because my family's out in the um, on the, in West, the Bay area, yeah. so that's what I listened to growing up. Plus the Southern stuff. And so he from, looked at me like. See for me it was it was and I say this on the show a lot you know shout out to my my cousins uh Eric and Trayvon when I was younger my cousin Trayvon uh he's from the West Coast he had to come live with us for, he lived with us for like damn near a decade and you know my mom was really strict on me so I could only get edited versions of certain CDs and shit but she didn't really put that on Trayvon like she let him do what he wanted to do cuz he's not her child so he was the one that was putting me on everything. It was like literally like I was checking a book out of the library every week, every damn near every day. He would, when my mom wasn't looking, yo, listen to this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like three, six mafia. And I listened to it. Then I come back and he's like, all right, go listen to sugar free. And then it's like, okay, cool. And then I come back and he's like, all right, go listen to, uh, you know, a uh, big L or like he was schooling me on all yeah. aspects of hip hop. So that's dope. how, cause a lot of people wonder how I'm so versed in hip hop shit. And it's because he was schooling me on everything. So imagine for 10 years, you're a kid. In yep. every every region, every style of hip hop, every major important figure in hip hop you're supposed to know about, you're getting schooled on directly. That's super dope. I know, yeah. like when I moved here, I had never listened to like Trader Truth. I had never That's really crazy. listened to like UGK. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's funny now because it'll be like, yeah, man, if you heard this, I'm like, you telling me about somebody I didn't heard yeah, about. Yeah, like, it's funny though because <laughs> I was big into southern music. But not te- I wasn't the biggest on Texas shit either. As a Texas nigga, I always gravitated towards Memphis shit. Yeah, he I don't know what it was Pat about the drums, the whatever that was captured me more. Whereas like now I kind of I've way more schooled than UGK. I was more schooled than MJG and A Ball though. Mm. Yeah, so classic. Um, it's weird though. Like one thing I will say is when your parents introduce you to good music and diversity, you might not catch it at that time. Later in life Like I've become my mama Like my mama would yeah. listen to Latin jazz randomly And then throw on a Slick Rick record I grew up in that type of household Now I'm like that Back then I used to be like What the fuck do this guy I'm the, opposite. I'm the opposite I'm like the old man That introduces Like my family would come over And like when they first saw the record player They're like <clears throat> What is this? I'm like Oh that's my um, That's my turntable They was like but you DJ? I'm like, no, it's for <laughs> yeah. playing records. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm pulling out like the Marvin Gaye. I'm pulling yeah. out the Lionel Richie. And they're just in there like. And see, for me. So how old are you again? Right. <laughs> I got that early too because my dad, only thing my dad played around me was old school and gospel. So like the first, my first introduction to music as a whole, like in general, was like Temptations, Marvin Gaye, Steve, Stevie Wonder is my favorite artist of all time. Mine too. Uh, Stevie Don't Wonder, uh, you know what I'm saying? Frankie Beverly and Maze, Earth, Wind, and Fire. So, like, I was growing up and niggas thought, I was like, wait, hold on. Like, I would literally mm-hmm. be like around my uncles and shit, and they would be like, you don't know nothing about this. And then I'm schooling them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, nah, you don't know what this. So, it's because my pops really put that in me. And then my stepdad, um, shout, out to, shout out to him. He introduced me to 90s R&B So we would go on like uh, Family trips Fire. Every every summer 
He's playing the Black Street Another Level album. He's playing Drew Hill's first Case album. On the album of all time. Yes. That's why I said it. But he's playing the Drew Hill album. He's playing the SWV album. He's playing so he's playing the Mary J. Blige like My Life and Share My World and What's the 411. So I still need to get the My Life on vinyl. Whew, I still bro. need to get that. So for me, it's like it's crazy for me because people always ask, like, because one of the biggest compliments we get is like, how do y'all know this shit? And really, it's like it's really pivotal who you have in your life and what they introduce you to because yep. it could be the that's the difference. I had so many yep. people introducing me to everything. Like my aunt Joe is like the biggest. Like before the word Stan was a thing, she loved Luther Vandross. Ooh. That's the reason I know every single that album. nigga Luther. I know yeah. every yeah. single yeah. song, nigga. And I was like, y'all don't understand. He done made a song for every situation. I said the fact that that man. Liked people that look like him, it still astounds me. Uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> because because we not, we not, we not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> we not no, going to disrespect the Luke definitely was singing towards a nigga named Steve. <laughs> but exactly. I'm going to be all the way honest. But you could not tell. You didn't give a fuck. You didn't though. give a fuck. That nigga was like, Luke to me. When you hear he this world is the greatest male vocalist of all time, Now, Marvin Gaye is definitely in that in that space. Like When niggas bring up Marvin Gaye, I'm like, like yo, I fucks with that, but that nigga he Luther, might fuck around have the best discography of yeah. any artist. I think Marvin Gaye is in that discussion. Oh no, nigga, that's why when niggas bring up Marvin Gaye, I'm with it. Marvin Gaye can that's the one name you can bring up that can trump my Luther argument. But yeah. Yeah. Luther for me, like me, that's my number one guy. It's like you can bring up Tupac if a nigga say Biggie, I actually can I can rock with that. I'm like, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a biggie. Nigga. Well, obviously, I'm a bad boy nigga as a whole. See, I'm more <laughs> of a biggie speaks to the type of nigga I am, but I recognize that Tupac was more prolific. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. To, to me, like I said, being a big cat, I was like, oh yeah, I like Biggie, I like Big Pun. If you if, were like, you I, heavy, I, were you into Heavy D? Yeah, I was oh, just see, about to say Heavy yeah. D. Heavy D was Heavy D smooth. Hell because yeah. Heavy D could do everything. That nigga danced Bro. like he was Jamaican. <laughs> he was light skinned He could dance. Bro. He could act. I'm like. He I want to be Heavy D. It's like Heavy D. What did he not do? This nigga was, was dating Regine on Living Single. Bro, bro. Here you go. He's the goat. <laughs> nigga, do you know how old I was when I realized that I ain't got nothing but love? Nigga, for we said that on the show. We didn't know when nothing. I realized. Oh, he literally has nothing <laughs> but love for you. I ain't got no bread for you. And when I grew up, I thought that was like a romantic. Yeah, and the thing about the video, he had number models in it. Bro. Yes, and that was the first. And appearance. it was all over him. That was the first Nigga. appearance of Chris uh, Tucker. Yeah, on screen. Oh yeah, Black yeah, Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Black yes. Coffee is, is Black like coffee a no criminal record. Yes, like no, that nigga was a beast, bro. Nah, man. man. And so and so, what what we what we just described to people here, and this is why I fuck with y'all. Like, people have to understand, like, music is so much deeper than just something you listen to. It's a way of life. For it, sure, it, it, it could it could it could monitor your steps. Like, it could determine where you go in life, how you operate, how you live. You know what I'm saying, and I, and people just have to understand that it's so much deeper than just some shit that goes to your ears, man. Mm-hmm. And y'all it get is. that shit. That's why I fuck with yeah. y'all, man. I met, I believe we met in person. It was at Cliche's yeah. event last year. Yeah. Wasn't that was the yeah. first? I but I knew about you prior. I just had never met you before. Yeah, because that's what I was telling April. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm like I've heard of their podcast, but I never like right. Met y'all yeah, crazy. I've seen he this nigga a thousand times, but I didn't. <laughs> he know put this. me on. He put me on the. Office. Yeah, so it's like nah, like I appreciate people who truly appreciate, you know. Music and and like it's and that's why for me I get this weird stigma now because music 
mostly hip hop doesn't affect me the way it used to. So I get called like people say mostly this nigga. Yeah, nigga say, say I'm like dead. I'm I'm dead inside. For sure. You know, <laughs> like I'm never back. But, but, here, that but one. here's but here's why I feel this way is because maybe you guys can agree or disagree. I don't think the the amount of effort and time and energy that was spent putting in and the love that was put into music at one point in time isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think people. I don't think people really try. I, I agree. In America, in American music, this is our time to get our ass whooped. I agree. And so yep. for me, it's like I feel it. Like when I listen to a new song, I feel that there's no real thought or energy put into it. I feel like oh, this is just some shit you put out. Uh, and that doesn't make me excited. That doesn't. Yeah. When you listen to SWV, you're SWV. You're always on my mind, nigga. You like you, you feel, feel that, that shit. 1, yeah. When you when you listen to when you listen to like let me name a a, a rap song. When you listen to fucking um, Dead Presidents by Jay Z, you under like you feel 100%. that. You feel when that. you like, listen to ninety three till infinity, like you you feel that. Like you zone. You, you see you the imagery of that. Like yeah. 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 So it's like. And, it, and let me go even more recent. Like I think one of the best albums to come out in the past decade is "Control" by SZA. Yep. Yeah, when you really listen to that, you you feel yeah. it. Like it's different. The shit that comes out now, mostly hip hop, because R and B does a lot of greatness in hip and R and B right now. I believe mostly in hip hop. I don't know if these niggas actually give a fuck about the shit they're saying. Yeah, My like, like, album like of the year, Alfredo, Freddie Gibbs. Hell yeah, it's, that it's shit not is even, a vibe. It's not even close <laughs> for me. It's probably for Paris, but. West yeah, Side Gun. That's like yeah. number two. Yeah, that's like. I ain't gonna lie. Me. I feel like Alfredo, and there's a nigga who's not a Freddie Gibbs fan. Like niggas know this about me. That's crazy. I think that that nigga has the best album of the year by far. It's not even close. But nah, like, it's funny with um West Side Gun. I told him straight up. I said I don't know what it is about this album. I want to put a black hoodie on. And stand at like the corner store, <laughs> nigga, and just stand outside like with some with some uh, lemonheads and shaking nigga. them shit. Bro, when I when I heard when I heard, <laughs> you realize how many how long I went outside, put brick on my bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After, after Doctor Birds, nigga, I was like, nah. If, if ASAP Yams rapped, that's him. Yeah, yeah. like yes. that's, it's the curator rapping. Most of the time, the curator, the nigga who is establishing the looks and the aesthetic and the vibe, that nigga normally don't rap. The coolest nigga is really not the rapper. Nah, Westside Gun is actually nigga. my favorite He's actually in which is wild, like because I and well, he the one talking like, "Hey, I'm not rapping past this year." <laughs> I hope he's I hope he's lying. That's what I'm like. Yeah. I'm like, I love like, Westside Gun, but here's what's wild, and this is this is how far behind I was when we interviewed Benny. I was not on Benny. I only did that interview for Kaz because I know Kaz loved Benny. Yeah, because I wasn't really on Benny like that. I never Benny, thought Griselda. Now I ain't gonna lie, I've been on Griselda. I never thought them niggas would be where they currently are. Yeah, it, it's, it's wild. And so, like, when we interviewed Benny, that was mostly for Kaz. If you go back and listen to the episode, Kaz asked most of the questions because I was like, I don't really, I can't even name you a Benny record. Um, I only knew like one or two. His album actually my second favorite album of the year. Yeah, and so Benny's album was my yeah, Burn the Proof is dope. Yeah. Yes. But but so after though, I went back and listened, and I was like, wait, this nigga's dope. And then I caught all the rest of them, and I didn't know. And this makes me mad because I love Westside Gun so much now. I was standing next to Westside Gun and talking to this nigga for a long fucking time and didn't know who he was. Oh wow! I'm mad to this day. <laughs> like, I'm mad to this day that that happened because I was like, "What the?" 
I was standing next to this nigga. Like, didn't even realize. It. I was like, "What's up, man? I'm Jay Will." He's like, yeah, "I'm Westside." Like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, you know, you like you, you like we just talking. Like, you just part of the crew, whatever. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> and now this nigga's my favorite member of the crew. Ah oh, man, like I'm, I'm mad at myself for that. I, I, I kick myself for that one. Yeah, because Benny's my favorite, but I Me like too. I like Conway like second favorite only because I went to go see him in in person because uh, Jay Rose opened up for him okay. at an event, and I was like. Oh, like that's one of them Griselda niggas, and I was as I was at the show, I was like, "This nigga is like yeah. going hard." It's, it's, it's wild how like how it got me, and was what I'm glad is that when they caught me, they had so much content already out because I went down a, a rabbit hole for like a week of listening to every project every member of Griselda ever put out, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, this is fucking incredible. I'm gonna tell you what I love about them niggas is that New York niggas who have denied Buffalo niggas yes. forever. Yes. Now the, the main niggas <laughs> are Buffalo, Buffalo niggas. It's 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 the equivalent of like and they all like a, thirty mid thirties. Like yeah, yeah. We, we the it's, a, it's damn near like if the nigga to put Dallas on was an Arlington nigga. Yep. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like it's like it's that type of energy. It's like damn, these niggas have finally got. They shit Y'all niggas slept on them Don't claim them now Yep Don't claim them now Yeah right These, yeah. these niggas are their own thing Buffalo is their own thing That's why I tell niggas all the time Like It's crazy seeing them Because I've watched them grow Cause when I watched them It was like It's a slew of other niggas You know the 38 specials of the world yeah. Them other niggas who do that style of music There were niggas who I was rooting for before them I was rooting for Rock Marciano To be He's been around for a minute nigga for the longest He's been around for a yeah. minute For a minute Yeah but then the last couple of years He's like really just been on a roll like, like, on a project. Yeah, no, He just dropped the project like a week ago I love yep. to say That nigga He's the one He's the godfather But He had to take all the licks For niggas like this To exist You know like mm-hmm. Cause he's literally the godfather Even your guy You didn't mention him Willie the Kid Oh yeah Willie oh, the yeah. Kid Definitely Willie the Kid One of them niggas where it's, So I knew why Willie didn't get Cause Willie is a nigga Who has folded a couple times He's done tapes With DJ Drama And tried to he was modern he was, But he was DJ and Drama's First artist Yeah, yeah And he was doing that. something Totally different Than what he's doing yeah, now definitely And he's I ain't gonna lie He's tiptoed back and forth Between that That's why I say Willie the Kid He wasn't as solid Not shitting on him But he wasn't as solid As like Rock Marciano Has been doing this Yeah Consistently yeah, For sure Like he don't give a fuck if, And he been in spaces That mainstream artists been in Getting interviews With Elliot Wilson Doing car tests Doing mm. Like he been in spaces mm-hmm. Where you would think A nigga who Signed to a major label Get and he doing this On his own Right He cool with Q-Tip On his own um, so like I love what Griselda and them doing because they're making grown man fucking music. Yeah, yeah in a time where it's way more prevalent for a nigga to want to be little Uzi Vert, these niggas are making day so, era music. So one of the few, yeah. So there's some of the few artists hip hip hop wise currently that's making music that I feel like. Uh, I love Blast. I've mentioned him a few times. I love Blast. I know. Five. Yes, I love he Blast. Put me on that nigga. Yeah, I put Kaz on a lot of shit, which we're finding out. I didn't realize. <laughs> Definitely. Like, and, so and, I can tell you the main three. It's gonna be Blast. It's gonna be Sauce Walker. It's gonna be Sugar Free. Them the main like the niggas that I legit. And I put you on DJ Quick also. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, man. that's four. That's four. Rhythmalism. If I didn't name my top five favorite West Coast albums, Rhythmalism is DJ in Quick that. DJ Quick is my man, favorite. I can see that. West Coast. I love Rhythmalism. Yes. 
that's my favorite West Coast artist. So you definitely put me. You blew my mind with yeah. that. So it, it was funny. Is like, say, did you hear the one he had with problem? Nigga, what? Rosecrans. See, that's fine. Yes. Nigga, man. See for me, Rose Cold. Rosecrans was how I got hip to DJ. Quick. Really? Because I, I fucked with problem. For me, for me, it was it was rhythmalism, and then I went back because yep. again, my cousin is from the West Coast. So when he would come back. He would bring me Sugar Free. He would bring me DJ Quick. He would bring me, like, not the mainstream shit. He'd bring me, like, nah, nigga, this is the shit you need to know about that they ain't going to tell you about. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I grew up loving Sugar I grew up loving Sugar Free and DJ Quick. Like, they're some of my favorite West Coast MCs. And so, but it's funny. It's funny because... He said it yesterday when we were recording. He was like, "People and people have been saying this a lot to me lately. They feel like I live a secret life because on the surface I'm nice, I'm calm, I'm professional, I, all it is. But on the back end, like this, some like hood shit or some like <laughs> that I like will introduce niggas to or like you know it's just I just I feel like I'm a I'm a you know I have a lot of layers to myself, but y'all only see one side of it." I really I think, think that's we operate in the reverse because niggas be expecting a lot of nigga shit, and I really like I like Spanish music and uh, bunny rabbits and shit. I just niggas be like, what the <laughs> bunny fuck? rabbits? Yeah, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I just um I I don't really have a lot of gray area in my life. It's either one or the other, and so nine times out of ten you'll see one side of me, but but the the other extreme is something people don't see much, just because. But, I'm gonna go back to Griselda for one reason because I had to. I literally came in here like I was like in Royal Rumble, like I had like I was the thirtieth guy in here. But um, now the another reason they channel the wrestling nerd in me. Yeah, bro, they have a they, lot of wrestling yeah. references to the point and I'm like, and this was crazy on our show early in the game. I told niggas. Wrestling is I don't watch wrestling now Right Because yeah. it's been but trash For like a decade it, Yeah it's trash as hell But it's a, it's yeah, a you huge know. Well. It's a huge part Of my upbringing And one of the best things From wrestling Is the marketing yeah. I always told this nigga The marketing Like they were characters These niggas are niggas That are larger than life And hip hop at one point Especially during the college era Niggas became regular niggas Like I could smoke a blunt With I feel like Kendrick Lamar at a certain point, I can smoke a blunt with this nigga. He doesn't feel far removed. Yeah. He doesn't feel like a celebrity. Mm-hmm. That Them niggas, though, like when I see the shit they be doing, it's like, nah, you can't smoke a blunt with them niggas. Yeah. Yeah. Just, they remind me of like how Dipset was like an invite-only club back in yes, the day. That's, I how, love Griselda, that that's how Griselda operates, too. I love that. Because hip-hop really do need more of that. Cause we I do, agree. We do. I definitely agree. We let everybody in, and then when we get, when there's no... There's no filter when fuckery happens. We look back and be like, like the little pump shit. That nigga should have never been a part of the culture. Yeah. So when he goes Gucci and does the trash. Trump shit, y'all niggas get mad at him. But to me, nigga, y'all should have never been there. Y'all, 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 y'all was streaming Gucci Gang like it yeah, was nothing. He should have never been in there. And that's that's the one thing about that I hate. I be hating this about black culture. We too fucking friendly. We the friendliest niggas on the planet. Yeah, yes. For us to be considered to be so uh, raw and mean spirited and loud and not, we really are friendly ass niggas. Because culturally, in, but you, look how country did when a nigga brought eight oh eight to their culture. That when they listen to that that little Nas X nigga, they said, "Oh no 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 no, that's not Garth Brooks Thunder Rose nigga. Yeah. Get that shit out of here." We though we be like no no come but, in you know what I, I think that's ingrained in us because I had to talk the other day you know one thing I I hate one of the worst pastimes for me is explaining black struggle to white people like I hate this shit which I is don't. which is why I typically don't have these conversations but when I do have them I go off and I just give them a litany of information 
So I was talking to one of my white friends and I was just telling them like, you know, the great like the biggest mistake black people made as a whole was accepting uh, integration. Because whenever we were whenever we were on our own, we was killing shit. But the problem with that was this. The reason why we retreated and we like accepted integration is because they were like, y'all niggas go over there and create your own shit. And then we did. And we were doing better than them motherfuckers. Yep. Yeah. And they didn't like that shit. And that's why Tulsa So that's why the Tulsa massacre, to the Tulsa massacre happens. That's why that church bombing where those little girls died yeah. happens. That's why uh, highways get built over our communities. And that's why redlining exists. That Because they... And that's why every black leader of the 60s got killed. Exactly. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, we tried to have our own shit. And it worked really well. But they kept bombing on us to the point where it was like, no, we'll accept everybody. And that's and I think that's what's led to where we're at today, where we don't stand our ground. Them country niggas, when Lil Nas X came in, they stood their ground. I respect. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't I mad at them niggas, for that. I respected them niggas. I for wasn't that mad shit. at them for that. I was like, that's I not bet. country. This is not country. According yeah. to what, what they do you say, mean, buddy? that's not fucking Waylon Jennings. That's not passing. <laughs> and my whole thing was like, yeah. I like like Johnny Cash and stuff like that. I, I love yeah. all music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so I love country. Like you know, a lot of my first babysitters were white, so I can go on some. Oh, so friends in low places. Why did I hit that like Ah uh, mm. hey, I, I love honeybee So I know everything <laughs> So I know honey Even if, if we were to get into Pop, country, or rock music I can go there with you too It's Facts. not just hip hop Just letting y'all know We'll talk about Linkin Park after this <laughs> <laughs> but, but I say all that to say Where it's like um, I didn't mind when they did that shit To Lil Nas X What I said was Why don't hip hop do that? We don't gatekeep it at shouldn't all be, it should, We let Macklemore in And he snubs Kendrick Lamar, who at that time Had is the face of yeah. the culture. That's what I'm saying. Like we, even with what's happening with the Grammys, I roast them niggas all the yeah, time. He got on my ass We're yesterday. Too friendly. Ooh, Why this, do we give a fuck about the Grammys? We're when rap. the new episode drops, y'all gonna hear this nigga got on my ass because we rap. I don't understand where rap needs niggas in suits and tuxedos to tell them what's hot. Yeah, I, I get. Like, if we build up the BT Awards and Soul Train Awards, we could be just he, as big as yeah, this. He shits on that too, by the way. This so. the catch. <laughs> so I wouldn't go there point, if I was you. <laughs> this, this is my argument. At a point, we need rappers, we need musicians to just get back to making music for the sake of making music. Fucking award. Like, fuck awards, period, right now. Let's take a period where we literally make shit because it's what you want to make. You know like, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna break. I'm gonna like cut you off right there. You know, like you know, what people keep telling me, you know, Nas probably gonna win that uh, hip hop album of the year, right? He won't win that shit. And yeah. I'm just sitting there like, he won't win that. Shit. But Alfredo, and they like, nigga, he ain't. Finna- I do. <laughs> I, well, I know Freddie and Freddy Nas ain't, ain't winning, winning that, that shit. shit. They're not winning that. If shit. they was to give Nas one, they would give Nas for one. That and one thing about me, I don't believe in makeups. I don't. That shit weak to me. Because if if you don't give it to, let's say you skip out on Illmatic and then you give it to the wrong record, it's still a travesty. I wasn't here to see Nas get one of these bullshit ass awards. I was here to see the right record at the right time get the award. So Alfredo should get the award. But it ain't. It's not. No. And everybody's already like, be ready for some disappointment because you're going to be I feel like they're going to give it to like Nas or Royce. Yeah, I wouldn't I be really, mad at either one of those though. Yeah. I do feel like I feel Royce like getting a Grammy. Nice. Royce getting a Grammy would be great. Yeah, I want to see either Freddie or Royce. But I want personally Freddie to get it. Hell, yeah. I wanted Nipsey to win it, but I knew it was going to Cardi B. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah that didn't throw they, me off. When they gave him his Grammy, I'm like, this man dead and gone. Even then, but even then, like I, I don't think, like makeups, bro. That even though I, we're we're both on record to say we like Cardi B's album. Like yeah. I, I did. It's one of the it's one of the Nipsey shit. It's one of the few albums by a, 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 a female rapper that actually resonated with me as a man. Yeah. I liked it. One of the few ones where I go back. You and know listen. what? I'll go back and like. Yeah, I'll actually go back and listen. Yeah. To something yeah. The, the humor in that is like he put me on invasion of privacy. He's like. You listen to Cardi B's new album? I was like, hell no, I ain't listening to that shit. And he was like, bro, listen to it. And I was like, oh, this, this is a great this album. Is actually, pretty good. Great yeah. album. I was, yeah, in, I, I was in Cali. I'm just, I'm when that album weirdo. came out, I was in Cali. So the whole week I was in there bumping, like, I like it and, you know, best life. Like, that album was the soundtrack of my weekend in Cali, bro. Like, I had a great ass fucking time. But, yeah, this is my, but this is my shit, though. I just really don't listen to like a lot of female MCs because I feel like they're talking about the same shit. Oh, are you talking yeah, about currently? Yeah, like the current currently? Yeah. I'm like, I'll listen to Lil' Kim. I'll listen to Foxy. I'll listen I'm going to tell you the truth, dog. Eve gets yeah. criminally yeah. slept on. You're but, being you know. honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're being honest. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'll give the exception to like Kamaya. And Rhapsody, yeah, like that. I fuck and Rhapsody. Rhapsody. And I'm going to be real with you. I fucked Rhapsody before, but after seeing her live, I fuck with her even more. She puts on a great yeah. live show. Ooh. Great live show. Three female rappers. It was MC Light. For me It was incredible for me yeah. And it's Cardi B for me yeah. The rest of them I, I love don't Eve. give a fuck Nah Kamaya Kamaya I, 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 yeah, I, I always tell she people called. To go back and listen to Eve's catalog bro Eve yeah, got Eve, some Eve shit too. Eve yeah. was great Yes I Eve still listen was to great. Eve's projects I still Yes listen. Eve was great I've never listened to an Eve project But I listen to records from Eve Gangsta Lovin' that, That's one of my favorite Ergotti beats For Eve to be able to come up The way she If you know Eve's story Like she was first signed To Dr. Dre Ended up getting dropped Then she signed to Rough Riders For her to be able to hang With Jadakiss Styles, DMX uh, chic and drag on and like literally like run them on certain records. That says a lot. Wait, to hold me. on, run a lot of those posse cuts she did. She ran, yeah. she ran them niggas on some tracks. Nah, yes, real. I even yes. know some of them posse cuts she did. Some of them cuts <laughs> she was running niggas. Yes, I remember uh, hearing on a podcast uh, with like the locks and chic was like, yeah, they're like, yeah. So what was like the the parties and everything back then? He was like, man, them shits used to be a sausage fest. It used to be like <laughs> like the only female that used to be in in the concerts. <laughs> Was Eve? It Man, was like I get was, shit on so much because like, like, I would love my... for more pussy to be at our show. He's like, but niggas, uh, he's like, bitches was going to our show. He's like, literally the only woman that be at our show was Eve, and Eve was bad. I'm not gonna lie to you. Nah, yeah. Eve was bad. I ain't gonna lie. But she, I get shit on because she is my favorite member of the. Yeah, lot. you deserve to get shit on for that. She, yeah, he's my she favorite member of the. Lot. Good that's his. No, that's it. Do you know I remember when she got good? I'm simply trying to cop those colossal size Picasso. I love the lot. But he ain't messing with Jada. No, we argue all the time over this. As you can see, as you can see, Shake Sheik versus used to be rushed in a bitch. Sheik didn't get good until the mid two thousands. No, second verse when that nigga said, "I played with the hammer in Manhattan, Ash Madden." He went hard on that before that. I gotta move my mic. He's trash. Yes, he's tripping. No, tripping. What was he doing? Reservoir Dogs. He was. He killed that shit. He was the best nigga on Reservoir Dogs. Not to say he was the best, I said he killed it though. Was he the second best nigga on Reservoir Dogs? There's a lot of great shit on Reservoir Dogs. No, no, that's what I'm saying, nigga. But he was never a nigga on any of the records, nigga. Never. Whenever I colossal size, whenever I'm feeling down, no. Whenever I'm feeling down, I'm simply trying to cop those colossal size Picasso. We don't have the fuck out of here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about shit, my nigga. Let's get into these. Let's get into these posse cuts. <laughs> Literally <laughs> Was never it. That nigga On a record Before 2004 Nigga 
<laughs> he wasn't. But he wasn't trash either. No, he was trash. No, that, that's, that's the, the, that's the no. only part we argue. I argue with you. We like he was no not nigga, trash. I promise you. At that time, yo, this nigga there be going no hard. Niggas whose favorite nigga was Sheik Luch. I he was mine. Like, I hate that they can't see my eyes right now. I'm like to this day, he's mine. He's my favorite member. I don't know what's wrong with you though, because listen. If he was yeah. anybody's favorite Y'all too I'm still like What the hell the Like J.D. is no. right there How was but he okay. the last nigga To get a solo project <laughs> Nigga That nobody like, cared about But here's the thing That people have to understand About me you like I, I, like, no, 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 no. I like Silverback Gorilla Wait, that But actually. great yeah, But Silver that was 2005 And that yeah. goes yeah. Okay, to his point Time out too And let's talk about it Debut albums from the niggas Gangsta and the Gentleman Kiss the Game Goodbye And that Which one is last Oh Silverback Gorilla Silverback Gorilla but he's not trash. Yeah, That's the only thing we're arguing. Is he's, he's not trash. Right. Right. Consistently last place. So. You know we call him niggas because trash. What the cowboys? For y'all's listeners, I'm like, the fact that he said it's like I'm like for y'all's yeah, listeners, he was the bronze medal winner. Yes, but he was not but trash. For, but for y'all's listeners, because our listeners know this about me, I love. I used. I grew up loving personality. That's why Westside Gun is my favorite. He's not the best rapper out of Griselda. Nah, but that nigga's the flashiest that nigga's the flyest that nigga's the yo and that's that's the reason reason. so for me that that speaks directly to me and so when every it comes wrestling reference i'm like oh man he's becoming like so my so for me when it comes to the locks it. who's the showiest nigga who's the nigga that gets the like that that's the Sheik. most chic and jada kiss are so like like low-key like oh cool you know i'm rapping i'm killing no, shit but i'm out. rapping chic is like i'm simply trying to cop those colossal size picasso nigga what you know how much picasso is <laughs> you got a picasso in your he house said that shit he was the last nigga to get one if he got a picasso he was the last nigga to get one she wasn't never the cleanest nigga out the group she never had the best verse on nothing to 2005 i disagree i disagree because he was my favorite you. verse on benjamin's hey, yeah, go back he's my favorite verse on benjamin if you go outside of big Crazy, that's insane. I didn't say he was the best. I said he was my favorite. I saw the bitch. Yeah, it was. I like, said he was my it favorite. Was like definitely number two for me. Mm-mm. Get she out of her man. We we've we had, had, had loose. Obviously, y'all saw we've had, had this. We've had this <laughs> argument a bunch of times. I can see what why y'all spending hours and hours. <laughs> yes, but no, but no, posse cuts like you were saying, man. Like, I, let me go ahead and give you my list first because I thought when you sent me this, I thought about it. I put time into it. <laughs> Uh, how many do you get? How many do I get? Y'all, y'all go ahead. Go ahead. Because I, I came up with nine. Go ahead. All right. Goddamn. Yeah, no, no. I came up with nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like I like I used to love posse cuts. I used to love being like, yo, who's going to take it the best? You know what I'm saying? So for me, uh, my favorites, uh, no particular order, no, but I love John Blaze. Yeah. You know, they had Jada Kiss, Nas, Fat Joe, Big Pun. I love John Blaze. Um, scenario. Which is Tribe Called Quest And, and, leaders, and uh, of new leaders of New School yep. Which that was the emergence Of Busta Bust as a bus. solo yeah. artist yeah. I remember I would never forget That Arsenio Hall performance Where he's rapping his verse And he has a cat in the hat Hat on And he puts he, He's like rapping And flipping it inside out And puts it on his head That's one of the most Iconic performances I've ever seen in my life So Scenario And also Tribe Is my favorite rap group So yeah. for people who know me I love Tribe Matter of fact I'm gonna add another one Recipe to five Bye by the way. Yeah, recipe yes. to fight for real. I'm, I'm gonna add another one, so I'm gonna make it an even ten. Uh, Rumble in the Jungle, which yeah. was Tribe. It was Buster. It was Fuji's, and it was John Forte. Yes. And it was on the soundtrack for that uh, Muhammad Ali documentary, um, When We Were Kings. So I love Rumble in the Jungle. Uh, all about the Benjamins, obviously. <laughs> obviously, yeah. still one yep. of my favorite. I'm gonna be real with you. 
Whenever we finally rap, it might be over the Benjamin's beat. Like that might be the one Turn we your pick. Ass up over there. I'll be real with you. I don't want to do it. The only reason we're doing this because our fans are like, "Nigga, you went on to a juvenile. You had a whole life as a rapper. I want to hear how this shit sounds." That's the only reason nah, why this shit gonna be incredible. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. Um, a song that most people don't know about, but we love auction. Which oh, was, love auction. Which was off the Money Making Mitch project by Diddy that came out like oh, six yeah, years like, ago. Yeah, that was cool. Yes, so that was Styles P, it was like Lil Kim, was, Kim Diddy, was slept on too. and King Los. King yeah. Los. Yes, King Los. Nigga. One of the best verses, guest verses I've ever fucking Say, heard King in my Lose life. Went hard the bitch on there. Um, special delivery remix. Yes. <laughs> okay. Ghostface, Ghostface kicked that, that hoe off yeah. like a motherfucker. Um, Flavor in your ear remix. Okay. Biggie kicked that hoe off like a motherfucker. I'm gonna throw y'all. I off. get more bust than ashtrays, nigga. That shit. <laughs> that UPS is hiring line is still being used yes. today. Yeah, yeah, the nigga's still hiring. So I'm gonna throw one. I'm gonna throw. A rent, I'm gonna throw one out there that y'all would that no one would expect. Hit them high. Off the Space Jam soundtrack Be Real, Coolio, Method Man, LL Cool J, and Busta Rhymes Hell yeah And this is when I like start taking hip hop seriously Because that album I'm telling you that soundtrack album is probably underrated That space, no it is heavily underrated Space Jam is great I'm gonna have to check that out today Yeah you you go sit there and like evaluate your life Space Jam Jam soundtrack is top 10 greatest soundtracks of all time Facts I put, yes. I put it up there With like boomerang And shit like that Yes That's nigga amazing. It's up there So hit them high They had like I said Be Real Coolio Method Man Busta Rhymes and LL Cool J Incredible Ladies Night Oh yep. uh, yeah With Missy Lil with Kim With Missy Lil Kim that Angie is, Martinez Left Eye Yes The Brat That's one of the best ones And my last one Is 4321 Like that shit that shit is incredible. DMX, Method Man, Red Man, LL Cool J, and Cannabis. That shit was out of out of this fucking world. You the fact tell me that shit about LL at that time, either. the fact that he dissed Cannabis on the on shit, the like on said the earlier, song. That's it, it. and yeah. it's like because like when you heard the the beef story, like yeah. you listen to the beef DVD, you are like, so he went back mm-hmm. and dissed that mm-hmm. nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See here's the thing When people think of LL Cause we get a lot of shit Cause we think LL Is a top 10 MC all the time He's on my top 10 But he is sure. Thank yeah. you But most <laughs> niggas Most niggas Cause when they think of LL They think of the love songs They, they don't realize They think of that career too They think of that And sprung And all but types of other But they don't think about how This nigga never lost a battle yeah, they don't think about how he was willing to get in the battle. Yep, they don't. They, so a lot of niggas. All right, all right. No, no, I'm gonna no. take me, a pause right here. He beat Hove. I don't wait, wait, wait. I don't know. I think like I think like I don't know about that. Somebody one. said like he beat Jay Z or something. Well, in a rap battle. Yeah. And I've heard two different stories from. That's I've like heard that. Yeah, I know what Jay-Z you're talking about. Yeah. That's one of the ones where depending on the count. They gonna give you a different account of but that. A yeah. lot, but a lot of niggas who don't like a lot of niggas who shit on LLB in top ten didn't hear four three two one. They didn't hear I shot you remix with Fat Joe, Keith Murray, and Foxy Brown, Fire. where he killed everybody. He did. Yeah. They didn't hear hit him high where hit him high where he killed everybody. everybody. They didn't hear it. They they don't they think of I need love and they think of around the way girl and they think of, you know, hey lover. They don't they don't think about how this nigga was literally 
killing motherfuckers. They don't think about how he was the first rap superstar ever. They don't think about how the greatest rap label created, Def Jam, Def Jam was created for him. For him. Yep. Yep. They don't think about how he was around for 30 years before he fell off. They don't think about how he reinvented himself like Madonna six times. Preach, how he Preach, has nigga. platinum albums and hit singles over and over and over again. And right yep. now, currently, he is letting Freddie Gibbs breathe. Yeah, I saw that shit. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> he is letting Gibbs that was funny. breathe. So right like, now. Get, and I'm, I'm looking at Gibbs like, dog, I've been rocking with you since like probably 08. And I'm like, you don't want it so with L. L. So for me, I'm going to be here. So first of all, with L is that <laughs> you don't want to physically get into it with L because they say L will grab a nigga, yoke a nigga. Man, he, 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 he beat a robber. He beat a burglar. Like, he, he beat a Jimmy Fox. Like, yeah. nigga, we, yeah. we go down and listen, niggas, he fucked up. But so for me, it's like, niggas, when, whenever me and Kaz say, yes, LL's top 10, niggas look at us like we're crazy. But it's because they don't know. It's they re- don't know. You got recency bias too. Yeah, recency. niggas will think that the latest greatest thing is the best they, or the worst. Yeah, thing. they think it's it like, oh man, recent. that's Mister in the house NCIS dude. Dang, yeah, they, no, they don't know. Rapper. Like for me, like I consider us. I consider y'all in this camp too. This is to let y'all know I fuck with y'all. Appreciate We're hip hop historians. Yeah, like we facts. know this shit. You call yourself the hip hop Adam Schefter. Yeah. You want to realize how much I fuck with you to not challenge you on that? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I fuck with you. I don't challenge you on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we so we're in the know. We know. Yes. LL is definitely a top 10 MC all time. Like he really yep. should be using his any given Sunday line to everybody who think he ain't that dude. He should be saying, kiss my Armani ass. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, so it's like, nah, like it, it's just, it's a deeper thing. Like if you don't think LL's top 10, I advise you to do your research Fast. because he deserves to be there. It's like, go to the catalog, then come back with your argument. I dude. mean, like he ain't like no Michael Jackson on this, but listen to his bad album. Word. No, you, would so, think, you would think. So I, I, but, that, but those are my 10 posse cuts. Uh, Kaz, what are yours? So I chose more contemporary because I knew. I literally knew you was gonna pick some classic joints. Of course, so, just of course. Shit. Of so course. Um, gangsta shit by Outkast. I'm a yes. big Dungeon mm. Family nigga. Um, I love that shit. Play your part by Maybach Music. It's yeah, something it's like I love. That. It's the first time that I heard Meek and was like, oh, "Okay, I get it." Because I didn't necessarily get it with like a boss. Speaking of Dungeon Family, I think I'm the only person that owned the Even in Darkness album. No, you're not because you're sitting next to one. Oh, you see, this is why you my nigga. Come on, nigga. That, that album nigga, was when fucking. I had that album, niggas was like six minutes, six minutes. Nigga, that, we was me, Zar, everybody <laughs> in my nigga. We all that Trans was, DF Express. We was about to that play was that my before we shit. Wrote, that was my shit. That shit was fire. That's a. That's literally when we were talking about classics that niggas don't know about. Yeah, yeah hell one, yeah, hell yeah. Um, um, Mercy by Good Music. Mm. I feel like that is yeah. a pivotal record. I didn't like, know that's you would pick that. That's interesting. That's interesting. I love that record from the fucking production to everybody's performance. My nigga Two Chains became a man on that record. Yes, because he, he ate niggas on that hoe. Quick story. Uh, I went to the, uh, the first Duce Palooza and I I signed up to go on stage. Uh, me thinking like, oh yeah, you can just do whatever. This first, story funny, first so I'm gonna push my mic so, away. <laughs> not only did I go by myself because I was like, none of my <laughs> niggas want, wanted to go. I'm like. I'm gonna go by myself. Fuck that. I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to uh, to the uh, Duce. No, not Duce Palooza. The, uh, the other Henny Palooza. Uh, nah, no, it wasn't uh, Henny Palooza. It was um, Henny and uh, no the uh, the other one that low key do. 
Uh, I know what you're talking about. I cannot remember the name right now. Though. Yeah, yeah. When they when they do when they do <laughs> hip hop the karaoke. Uh, yeah, the the trap karaoke. Trap, trap karaoke. karaoke. Yeah, 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 there you go. There you go. Yeah, trap karaoke. So I signed up. I, I go to the thing by myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do Mercy because at the time that was like my joint. I'm like, yes, I, I fucking love Two Chains verse. So I'm, I'm signed up. I go and I'm like, he plays the whole. Thing. I'm like, oh, can you skip to Two Chains? He's like, he's like, nah, bro, you gotta. You gotta do the, the whole thing. I was like, oh, I thought y'all could skip. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, so you sat up there and ignored so, talking about cocaine. So because I could, <laughs> that's why you didn't talk about. No, you didn't I, say could, King I couldn't get through, I couldn't get through Push's verse, uh, that first verse. So, Yo, uh, that's wild. He even tried to get the the, the crowd like, hey, yeah. And then I'm like, uh, he was like. Hey, sorry, man. You gotta get off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I pushed my mic away. I was like, nah, I did you. not know the first time about I, that. First time I ever, first time I ever did hip hop karaoke, and I literally, actually, I busted my head open because I got so excited doing it. I did slam by Onyx, <laughs> and I busted my. I got so hyped, I busted my head open. Like I was in college, and we were doing a uh, Def Jam rock, uh, Def Jam rap star. In the dorms uh-huh. And I was rapping so hard And I was going so ham I busted my head on a brick wall And I was like bleeding As I was rapping the rest of this verse I got so into it It was wild bro I literally like I jumped on a table And I like accidentally I was going like I busted my head on a wall And I didn't know I was bleeding Until like halfway through the last verse I was like oh shit <laughs> Fred draw Oh you one of them Moesha checks Yeah it's real shit <laughs> No Jay Electronica apparently Cause he was on this This is unbelievable The Jay Electronica shit is unbelievable You need to find this shit Yeah I'm gonna find the episode You have to find this This That's crazy I got uh uh, you meet him and her by the dynasty. Ooh, yes. Um, I got this. This one is one that was like I remember how big it was in real time. Welcome to Atlanta. Yeah, see that yes. was mine. The remix? the remix. Yes, that yes. was a pivotal fucking record. That yes. record mattered a lot. And uh, this is a R and B posse cut. Is a uh, Secret Garden by my nigga Quincy Jones. Yeah, that shit is. That's my how you know this is an old nigga. <laughs> yes, nigga. I had to add that. I was like, no, nah, that was like what James Ingram, bro. Everybody, I'll, I'll be sure. sure. Yeah. yeah, that nigga brought everybody together. He and did. we also thought uh, that old boy from. Uh, What's the from the DeBarge family? We thought it was Michael Jackson for like ten years. Which one, Chico yeah, or it was, L? No, it was L. That was, yeah, it was L DeBarge. Yeah, it was L DeBarge. Yeah, we we literally thought that was Michael Jackson singing. <laughs> nigga, this nigga Michael Jackson I did got too. romantic. <laughs> nah, real shit, real shit. So what are yours, Chad? Oh man, like for me, it's like Click. Um, okay. Actually, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do an R and B one. You will know. Remember the Panther soundtrack? What? Yeah. Yeah, cause yeah. it had every single brother on. It had yeah. This is when Joe was little Joe. See, y'all can't see my face right now. When he said that shit, my mind literally blew. Cause I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing a live performance of that. Cause yeah, because it had like Brian McKnight, like Usher. I said, Joe on there, Usher, every brother. Wow. If you yeah. could hold a note in nineteen ninety, it was on that record. Ninety five, my daddy fuck around was on that record. Yeah. Wow, you fucked me up with that one. <laughs> you That's one. Of, that is one of my favorite. You fucked me up with that because one. every brother on there could sing. Yeah, that, that was one of the few songs you could sit there and be like, man. That live performance is one of my favorite videos. Yeah, like wow, you fucked me up with that one. Um, let me think of another one. That's pretty cold. Four, three, two, one. I gotta yeah, go. Of back course, to that of one. course, of course. And hit them high because I'm like, okay, this is when you thought the monsters was gonna win. When they start playing that, 
I was like, Jordan. Yo, when B Real came <laughs> on the track, yeah. that nigga killed that shit. Yeah, I was like, well, Jordan, I, uh, that nigga. I don't this like Utah Jazz, bro. I don't <laughs> like lose. I don't like Cypress Hill. I don't like Me Cypress either. Hill. I do. But when B Real came on that shit, I was like, what the fuck is going on? He killed that shit. I didn't know the dark skinned brother was Chicano until like about five years ago. So you know, it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how I found, I found out as a young nigga, but I, that was like the because he's the first nigga that I've seen that like, oh, that's a nigga, but he speaks Spanish. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like that was the first time mm-hmm. I ever seen that shit. And I was like, oh, he just Chicano. Like that's just yeah, like, yeah. That shit so that's crazy. Like, that's like being Sicilian, you know what I'm saying? Being from West Texas, you see all different shades and, and, and shapes of, of Hispanic culture, man. That's yeah. the first nigga I seen like that. Now, now as I got older, I done seen more. Most of the Cuban niggas I know. Yeah, most uh, Cubans are dark. Yeah. Color. Yeah. Sammy uh, Sosa, I thought Sammy Sosa was black for well, the longest. Well, well, until, well, well. I know, well, I know, well, I, yeah, I know until he became yeah. like, yeah. you know. Yeah. You, you were right. Yeah. If you said it today, and, nah. and you know how disappointed I was. I was like, man, this is the next Roberto Clemente. You know what I'm saying? I'm a baseball <sighs> fan. Dawson came out looking like Boo Berry. I was disappointed, man. Man, look, we don't gotta go there. <laughs> Finish your list. We don't but gotta I'm go there. <laughs> I'm still hurt. But um what else? What's a really, really good one? I'm trying to think. <sighs> you know what? It is all about the Benjamins. That's a great one, man. Because look, I mean, it was on really, mine too. I when you really, when you really break it down, you like you got the locks and you got Junior Mafia on there, and that's one of Diddy's best verses. Yeah, that's one of Diddy's best. I'm verses. still wonder who wrote it, but I think yeah. Jadakiss wrote it. Jadakiss wrote it. Who I believe it? Whoever wrote Lucky in verse wrote his. Jadakiss <laughs> wrote it because Sauce. I remember Sauce Money wrote "I'll Be Missing You." Yeah, I remember Jadakiss saying he wrote Benjamins for for Diddy. Like I can't think of. Um, that's probably my list right there. Like, cause I've been look. Yeah. This I'm, uncle, re- I'm really curious this to hear. Nearest. I'm really curious to hear smile. I'm really curious to hear smiles' list after he posted blackout. I was like, ah, cause this fool. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. And then last but not least, Reservoir Dogs. Of course, yeah. Reservoir Dogs fire. Of course, twenty four hours of live is up there too. Yes. Yo, well, oh, I was gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna get my fire real quick because. Uh, oh no 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 no. I just gotta go. Look look then, look. He didn't already hit me up. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, the five that I wrote down was Reservoir Dogs. Okay. I wrote Welcome to Atlanta Remix. Okay. I had Mercy on there. And because I'm a social deaf guy, I got uh, Where the Party at Remix. And that was Ooh. fire. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and he plays this like a wedding DJ. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, going to love I love that shit. I he love, loves that song. I, I love that shit. I, lo- I love that song. And then uh, Ladies Night. Oh, see, see, yes. Yeah, I like. But no, I gotta music. add one more, and it's very underrated. Cause I mean, I don't know a lot of people that like ASAP like that. But one train, oh, that's up there. One train, yeah, one one train. train. World War Three is up there too. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. I don't, Bronson, that. like people forget that Action Bronson was on that shit. Man, Action is Action my is nigga. a great that MC. Is action, if he, didn't, if he didn't stick his foot in his mouth with that Ghostface comment, he would still be relevant today. I think I just don't think he has a I don't think he has a place necessarily in hip hop. I think he has a place in the world of hip hop. But in terms of rapping, I don't think niggas was really just keen on that nigga to begin with. Cause when right. I bought up blue, blue chips and shit, niggas used to look at me like nigga, rare blue Shand- chips and blue, blue chips too are cold. And bro. rare chandeliers, nigga, like yeah. what? Now nah, action was was dope, bro. Like, but he just he his album's terrible too. He's, he but here's the thing, which we one? Look, All of them. Oh, you can't. His albums, albums only for dolphins was cold. I haven't listened to that one. I don't know about that one. Only I don't know about that one. The one that but here's the thing. But he, when he when he when he started oh, feeling when he started feeling himself a little too much and made that ghost face comment. See, I'm the same way. 
It's like okay, that's what he told me, and because, I was like, because here's the thing, nigga, we let you slide, sounding exactly like Ghostface. We let you slide, yeah. and then you make the comment that you made. Now we gotta okay, we can't let you yeah. slide no more. Niggas wasn't fucking with him no way though. I promise you they wasn't because nah, we would be is, in our house. We were big on this nigga, and niggas was not like niggas wasn't fucking with him no way. I know we went over time, so what is the, what like? Let's do a rundown. What's the last things you wanted to get to before we get up out of here? Oh, I was like, we can end oh, it just run like that. Because like, because we because we yeah. didn't do the we uh, didn't do the every straight struggle talk. Uh, it's all right. And we didn't do the favorite artist rapping R and B talk. It's all right because because what again? We definitely gonna have to do y'all three one, four hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. Matter of fact, we gotta have them come on ours so we oh, can for sure. so we don't have sure. no time yeah. limits. Yeah, for sure. We just have to because because like no lie, I do fuck with y'all. Like I've had I've heard a few of y'all's episodes and I definitely like y'all's y'all's dynamics. So we are gonna have to have them come on ours definitely where we can like talk. For three four hours, yeah, <laughs> and no talk, with no stopping, like yeah, no lie. So we'll definitely make that happen, so we can talk with no stopping. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, just give y'all socials, socials Instagram, smashing in a bunk bed. Holla at your boy, you are gonna see some of the most ridiculous. I love it every time he says it. I'll be sitting in our group chat all the time, like every time he says it, I'm just like fuck. Uh, J Will E T C. That's J A Y W I L E T C. And of course, the podcast page is D T I P. Well, D T I Podcast One. Um, we definitely trying to grow that a little bit. You know, here's the thing with me, man. I hate social media. Hate it. Um, and part of what's led to that hate is that we get a good amount of listeners every week without promoting online. So I get lazy. I'm trying to do better. Yeah. I'm trying to do better. Like I, I can admit I'm trying to do better. Um, so go follow that one. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening to these guys. Um, they're one of the few people that I really do like, really fuck with. Like, ever since I met Smiles a year ago, it's a, it's yeah, around it's a year it's ago this time. Ago, yep. Cause it was her event was December 29th Yep, 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 yep. So it was close to a year since so I met you in person, but I knew about you prior. Um, you know, Shad, fucking, um, Smiles. Like I fuck with these guys, man. So I definitely, we definitely gotta get them on our show. Like, matter of fact, what are y'all doing next week? What are y'all doing on Friday? <laughs> I'm saying uh, like this is the, literally this is how we booked the no, show. I was, like, like, what are you doing? I was like, we actually booked. Yeah. Um, what are y'all doing Friday? What are y'all doing Friday? <laughs> I think we're not doing nothing. Like, I work late at Friday. Midnight on yeah, Friday. he work at yeah. You work at midnight. Yep. At midnight, so it would have to. Nigga, be, we recorded like six, seven o'clock. Oh, okay, okay we yeah, could do okay. that. So you can leave our shit and go to work. Okay, yeah, I can definitely do that then. So yeah, y'all heard it here Friday Let's, Friday, let's, let's do let's it because we dropping this on Monday. So yeah, yeah, Friday come through like whoa. I got your number yeah. So it's like Come through Friday Yeah we'll do Go that. have y'all on ours And then we'll go uh, off For like hours Yeah like, <laughs> Cause I was like I'm holding back Cause I'm like Man I'm looking at this Like ticker right here He tells me never to say the time So I don't say the time But I'm looking like Nah I we'll, we'll do so We'll do Friday <laughs> Friday y'all come through ours Okay yeah Does that sound good to y'all We'll do that yeah. We'll do that okay. Continue Yeah Let's for sure for sure. Thank you for having us though For real Anytime, anytime, no problem. anytime. You know, I, I remember I hit you Like a few months ago I was like Let us know if you want us To come through man yep. Cause what's weird is Like I said People be thinking like We're Hollywood And they can't get us On their show Literally every person That's ever asked us To do their show We've done it yeah, because I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, put everybody Rumel's on number. Yeah, my man Rumel want to have y'all on any of your genius. Oh, he has yeah. to ask. All he has to do is ask. I'm going to put everybody on right now. How do I know that Cass and J. Will are not Hollywood? They follow me back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all Thanks. I'm going to say. I ain't gonna lie to you. They follow, I'm and not they, and they did not follow me back. Like, it didn't take minutes, it didn't take days. 
It was like a few seconds. I you know when my I'm bougie because that'll be the day I get the Lambo. <laughs> oh, when I get the Lambo, I'm no. not talking to nobody. And then I and see I'm my just... number go down by one. I'm like, that's the biggest. Damn, kids, yes, don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's interesting. <laughs> Did I really follow no, you? No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm like, like no. you get the Lambo, I'm be like, Literally, literally the biggest misconception <laughs> Is that we're Hollywood Like that's the complete opposite Like we Anybody that follows us We follow back Anybody that messages us Cause we get I get like over A hundred messages Probably two hundred messages a week And I answer everybody Because I'd be surprised That The idea of somebody listening For two Three Sometimes four hours Of a podcast That blows my mind so for people willing to do that, like I appreciate that. I'm yeah. gonna answer everybody. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna follow everybody. No, man. I, we don't, yeah. Until, like I said, until Nigga, you finna get us thrown out yeah. the window. Because yeah. <laughs> I know one. <laughs> physically, I know one. I know one. I know one of your topics was my celebratory news. To get to it quick, uh, um, so earlier this year, I sold a script. Yeah. I got a. I got a. I got a. I got an option agreement. I sold a script. We're still working on getting the kinks out because it's COVID. So. A lot of shit isn't getting made right now, so we're in the middle of that. But um, I got another grant. Nice. Congratulations! So the check was nice too, and so <laughs> they gave me. So I got a nice little check uh, for a grant for write for screenwriting, and um, it put me in position to get representation from the one company that I want to be represented from the most. Okay, okay. So that's the news. That's it. Like the big news was I'm still waiting to see if I can get signed by the one represent the one management company that you want yeah. that I want. Like there's there's a few that are dope, but there's one that I want more than any of them. And he said, I'm not Hollywood, but let me tell you about this check that I just got. Oh, Hollywood. No, uh, you'll know, you'll know when I'm Hollywood. When every episode of Don't I'm Take a Person is erased. But I'm Beverly Hills and Jason. I like that. When all of that shit is erased, then you'll know I'm Hollywood. I'm not Hollywood yet. Like, what's that last episode? He turned into seven days. Congratulations. But I'm in. Hey, that cat. I'm like, man, what are you talking like that for? daddy. <laughs> But thank you guys for having us, man. No, appreciate it. For real. Hey, we don't get asked a lot for this shit, and we and like we welcome it because anybody who's 100%. asked us, we do it. So thank you guys for having us on your yeah. show, man. I fuck with y'all. So thank you for having us, man. Yeah, appreciate it. But it's your boy Smiles. I'm here with Shot. This is yeah. a special episode of the Music Impulse with my guys. Don't, guys. don't take yeah, it personal. Like and you gonna actually hear me after this. Yeah, usually it's me, but uh, this ain't my this this ain't Shot versus Smiles. Uh, the main pod right now. All so, right, go ahead, and we out. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Smiles. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Follow the page at Music Impulse on Twitter and Instagram. That's M-U-S-I-C-M-P-U-L-S-E. And don't forget to follow the Facebook page as well. And don't forget to follow the Uncle Urban Podcast main page at Uncle Urban Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at JW Smiles. As well as don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spreaker. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Your boy Smiles, and I'm out.